0: Thanksgiving week, I'll tell you how that came about. It really has to do with the fans. The fans have always been so good to us, and my gift to you this Thanksgiving week is the gift of us. Yes, we're making the ultimate sacrifice. I said to Sirius XM, I would like to make sure we have a show on Thanksgiving week, most Radio people bail out during this week. They do uh, all kinds of research, research, and they found that a lot of uh, listeners are away. They take vacation. Schools are off, and that uh, uh, it's a perfect time to take vacation. I said this is bullshit. The audience subscribes. They're good to us. We must be good to them. So, you so this them is
1: most times they made you stay home.
0: I can't hear you. You must. You're very low today.
1: Oh dear. Jack, you uh, I don't. I don't have any control of that.
0: May, yes, you do. Make make it happen, Robin. Just increase your volume. <laughs>
1: hello, hello.
0: <laughs> Say it again. Hello. Can you hear me now? Uh, there you are. There you hello. are. Now I hear you're Okay, good. I didn't touch you. It. Did
2: you did something? <laughs> but anyway, no, we. I
1: was saying that before they made you stay home on Thanksgiving. This time you insisted. I insist that you wanted to do shows.
0: That's right. We're doing shows on Thanksgiving week. We'll be here today and tomorrow. Vacations are for the weak-minded. And people who are serious about their jobs should be here Thanksgiving week. And we are. And we are. And we love you, the audience, so much. It's and painful to be a part. you have something to be thankful for. That's right. So here we are, Thanksgiving week. I love um, you, Rob. Jim Meyer is a gentleman who used to run this company. He retired. But he is calling all the way from Antigua. Oh, is that where he is? This is the guy who used to run this company, Jim Meyer. Great guy. Hey, Jim. Shake,
3: shake, you're up, know, shake your Stern, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You working hard or hardly working? I'm kidding, my boy. I love that you're working today. We're going to fuck Spotify till their asshole looks like
0: fucking prolapse
4: chop me
0: <laughs> sounds like you're at a uh, well, thank you, thank you, Jim's right uh, he's congratulating us, Robin on our, uh, the, the well, person he who
1: actually really still be in the fight he's kind of fucking Spotify in the ass what's going on
0: right. he's, he's a company we're man
3: we're celebrating you, we're at the limbo contest Stern. and we-
0: And Jim by the Meyer, way, all the penny
3: sipping yeah. bit was fucking gold last week. Keep it up, nerd. Thank love you,
0: Jim.
4: Fucking radio.
0: <laughs> well, there you go, straight from the limbo contest wow. in Antigua. I always thought it was Antigua, but I think it's Antigua.
1: Well, you say Antigua, I say Antigua. Do you say Antigua? tiguan i hardly ever said the word
0: <laughs> the woman who runs this company jennifer witz is on the phone she is the ceo of sirius xm pandora stitcher yes stern, i'm
4: proud of you look at you working thanksgiving week now that's an employee you're a great role model stern for this entire company you know that
0: that's right uh, thank you jennifer i'd like to be you know a lot of the radio personalities take off Thanksgiving week. Not me. Not me.
4: That's right. That's right. Listen to me. Andy Cohen, please, Mr. Hotshot from Bravo. Well, I ain't saying bravo to him till he works New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Come on. Right. we for right. right. XM. And come on, human Newman, if he's not here for Easter, I'm replacing him with anybody. you got to work if you want to be in this company every day. You think, I'm missing my daughter's birthday right now. No excuses. I like it, right. Stern. You and quiver you are my, you're my golden goose. You know that,
0: right? And you're not doing a limbo contest, are you? You're in the office working.
4: I'm um, in the office. I I was up at three in the morning breastfeeding. Please give me a break. I I barely sleep. I don't I don't take this. I mean, I understand Jim Myers on vacation now, but listen, Stern. I never stop working. All right. You think right. Th- this is my life? Later, on, I'm spending Thanksgiving in Japan. I got a flight. I got a flight out Thanksgiving morning. I got a deal to close. I'm going to be talking to Sony. Come on. This isn't a, this isn't a, what do you think? Well, what do you think this is over here?
0: Well, I, admire, I don't, I'm ab- with you. I, that's why I'm working Thanksgiving week. I don't fuck around. The audience deserves it. And I'm with you. And thank you for that. All right.
4: You're my big prize. You're my prize Thanksgiving turkey. I'm going to stuff you with praise. You let me know. I'm going to throw you a party. <laughs> Understand that? Sir, I'm proud of you. God thank you. I'm serious. That's a Pandora Stitcher. <laughs>
0: There it is. (laughs) That woman is a motivator.
1: Oh, boy. Well, at least Uh, the brass is very happy.
0: The brass is happy. The people are happy, Robin. You got to work. If you're going to have an audience, you got to build trust. You got to be here. It's Thanksgiving week. Normally we'd be off, but no. I said, no, I want to be here. This is especially
1: important this year when a lot of people refuse to go back to work.
0: (laughs) On our phone right now is Timmy. He works in a sweatshop. He's a young boy. He's seven years old, seven or ten years old here. I can't tell from the writing, but uh, he is inspired by our work ethic. Yes, Timmy, you say you work in a sweatshop. Mister Howard,
4: where do you find the strength to work so so hard?
0: Right. Well. (laughs) What do you make? Pants or underwear? What do you make?
4: We build iPhones and I make 100 of them per (laughs) day. Sorry, I have to keep this a quick call, Mr. Howard.
0: All right. How? Yes, oh all right, God. thank you. This work, oh, how do I work? So Yeah, hard? he he
1: he <laughs> might not get to his quota of phones today. <laughs> right. He can't fool he makes
0: around. iPhones and he says our work ethic is second to none. He's inspired by our work <laughs> ethic. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, 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 man, that alarm woke me up this morning. I get so fucking pissed off. Here's a weird thing. I'm going to bed last night. I finally was tired enough. I was watching TV. I put the TV on. Beth's asleep in three seconds. She falls asleep with the TV on. I admire that. The
1: sleep, the the, the, the TV is a great sleeping pill for her. <laughs>
0: for her, yeah, she doesn't care. What did I have on last night? We started watching something. Oh, we watched the worst movie on Netflix. Worst movie ever made. You know, I like all those sappy movies. But we we wanted to watch a you know a kind of a light love movie. I should give out the name of this movie so people don't watch people it. Avoid so it. <laughs> don't so people into the avoid it. Don't people avoid it? Like you know, if if I give it a bad review, you know, because I love <laughs> it's uh, Joey King. If you can't watch it, it's yeah, I mean, I'm a sap for those love movies. You you put on Robin knows this about me for years now. You put on Joey King with uh, with uh, Jacob Alardi in that kissing booth. I watched one, two, and three. Three was really bad, I have to say. But one and two, I loved it. (laughs) And those are bad movies, but I love it. They're terrible, yes.
1: And I like Joey King. She's a great actress,
0: but, you know, people have to make a living, too. Yeah. Well, anyway, this movie, I think it's called, I want to say Love Always. I should ask my wife. See if on Netflix. There's something called Love Always? Love Always, something Who's like that. Who's in it?
1: Do you know anybody in no this? one.
0: No one of note. It was a newcomer. I assume, you know, I don't know who anybody is anymore. <laughs> but uh I'm watching this thing, a very cute girl. You know, very cute, which is good. So right away, I'm into it because it's a cute girl and she's going to fall in love. But this was so drawn out. It's so boring, and she she uh, she basically gets catfished. She's dating online. She gets she's for for weeks. She's talking to one of the hottest guys ever. She shows up at the dude's uh, home for Christmas. She's never met him. Turns out he's this uh, very sweet, very young-looking Asian boy who's super nerdy. And she's you know, she's like, What the fuck? It's called Love Hard. Love Hard. I don't know why it's even called that. The name doesn't even make sense. Love Hard. Like, oh love hard. I don't know hey, they what they try
1: you- to give you clues that this isn't gonna be a good show, but you go right past them.
0: <laughs> yeah, they try to no, it looked good. It looked good in the ad. You know, love they give hard you a little is a bad title. They
1: didn't even yeah, care but...
0: about the title. Well, I didn't know, you know. I saw love in it, a cute girl this nerdy kid so he's in love with her it's ridiculous it's fucking stupid it could the whole movie could have been over in 10 minutes it could have been a 10 minute movie that's how bad this movie it's is
1: it's only good enough to be a short
0: <laughs> yeah and we had watched a half hour of it and i said we should you know i wanted to go up and paint and i said to beth we should bail now and she goes yeah you're right i got cats to feed i got stuff to do and we just said oh give it 5 or 10 more minutes and we ended up watching the whole thing it was fucking horrible and, uh, You're but, the you know, reason
1: these movies are made because some yeah. people will just sit there and watch them.
0: <laughs> yeah, but this one's real bad. The shame on Netflix. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Netflix, but this was this they suckered me on this one. Um, oh, Nina Dobrov. I knew she looked familiar. Nina Dobrov is the girl who starred in Vampire Diaries. She's the star of this thing. And she's so oh. cute. But they they really dealt their dirty with the script. Oh, they so bad. You know, you could you know you you hit and miss. I should only go by recommendation on Netflix.
1: I thought you'd be heavily on the Hallmark channel by now because all those Christmas movies have already started. Yeah, I don't know
0: what's up with that. I like some of those, but Beth won't let me watch them. Oh yeah, she likes to watch them herself. She goes, you're not going to oh. like this. Yes, yeah, there's something up with Beth with Hallmark movies. She likes to go in a room by herself and watch them. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, so I, every time I say, hey, I would watch that with you. It's, no, 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 you're not going to like it. I could tell she doesn't want me involved. <laughs> it's like her thing. It's weird. I do not hear I, your critique. <laughs> yeah, or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I sit quiet during these. But Anyway. But last night I'm going to bed, and it's funny is as I was turning out turning off the TV, turning out all the lights, I look at the clock, and what does it say? Twelve past nine nine 9.12. <laughs> 9 you know where I'm going with this? <laughs> no, so I look at it and it's nine twelve, and I go, that fucking Bobo. Remember, he was uh, his uh, oh, with nine of that, that whole nine eleven 11 made me think of Bobo. And I'm like, I can't believe it. my head's on the pillow. My eyes are closed. And I'm thinking about Bobo with 9 because that's the joke. Bobo first told us nine eleven His brother died. Blah, blah, blah. It was a very kind of weird story. And uh, then we uncovered the fact that his brother didn't die at the World Trade Center. He was in California. And it was nine twelve. It wasn't nine eleven. But he's walking around. That he's that's why he was walking around with a nine eleven jacket.
1: He used to go to special events for nine eleven survivors. Yeah. You know the people yeah. who lost someone. He'd be there. He had this jacket full of patches from yeah. these different events he had gone to.
0: And he basically and then we was... would
1: again give him sympathy. You know, nobody goofed on Bobo during those right. conversations. And then I we discovered did. it was all a lie, yeah. So right away, I went to my boss, and I was supposed to fly out to the National Safety
3: Council. I canceled my plane trip. I said, I'm not going. Sure enough, nine eleven came, and I lost my brother on that day, you know, on the, that night. Yeah. In retrospect. And that's respect. I didn't
0: know his brother. He lost his never brother. has he said that to us. In the, He was in the World Trade Center, his brother? I don't know. He, and for a while, we thought he was in the World Trade Center, and then we found out. He, he died in the state. No, went in the state and was nine twelve actually when he died, <laughs> and and then it turned out that uh he goes, well, my brother was very upset about nine eleven. I think that's what killed him. He said he
1: couldn't find his yeah. daughter that day, <laughs> and that <laughs> gave him a heart attack.
0: Because he used to walk in my studio wearing a nine eleven jacket like he was. On the varsity 911 team, you know, like, yeah. like, they was like he was actively involved. I thought he was a first responder. You know, I, I was like, would see think the dude. That some
1: of those patches were from firehouses and. Yeah. It was
0: crazy. There he is. He's on the phone as usual. You're crazy.
3: Let me clarify that. And you
0: guys don't Oh, now you're correct. clarifying, you but you know, tell the truth. Tell the truth. You were given the impression. You know. Come. Yes. Come that, on. that
3: I'm guilty of. I gave you the impression. But I always use this word indirectly. And this is the, this <laughs> no, is the actual No, story. I didn't
1: hear so indirectly listen. in that uh, no, conversation. Listen to my story. Just that my came later.
3: Has two my brother has two daughters, right? One of the daughters worked for a firm in Long Island. And one day a week on Tuesday, she would go into the tower. That particular day, she didn't go in. She was on the beach jogging. He couldn't get a hold of his both daughters. He was vacationing in, um, uh, <sighs> Vegas. He, he lives in Long Island and he was so like traumatized and stuff by the unfolding of the towers that he got a heart attack, which he probably would have gotten at mm-hmm. some point. But that's what, you know, to me, I called that indirectly of what happened on 9 11, but I'm guilty. So when of we met this guy,
0: me, when know. we met this guy, he's wearing 9 11 patches, 9 11 fire patches. Police, you, you know, you, it you know was unbelievable. And so, first of all, he ain't going around all day when he's walking around with his jacket, going indirectly, indirectly, indirectly. Right? He, you know, yeah. People you know. are going
1: up and offering him sympathy when he goes to the events. He doesn't say anything yeah. about indirect.
0: None of the patches said indirectly. None of the patches say indirectly nine eleven. And it should have said nine twelve because his brother died on nine twelve. It's crazy. Do you know story. What I was wrong?
3: I taught, listen to me. I worked with the MTA police for 11 years. They were part of my team. They came in, gave me all these patches. They go, here, if you want these? You can have them. So I put them on my jacket. Living in New York. Why? Said, yeah, they um, thought
0: you were, were 9/11 victim too. Yeah, you're so innocent. No, they didn't know. You, Bobo, you're so know. innocent in this. The, the the MTA
5: guy or whatever they are. What if who who? who? MC- Railroad
0: police, MPA police. Railroad, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as they give you patches, you saw them on your jacket, and you can't help it if people right. think you're a first responder. You can't help it.
3: I shouldn't have done he, it. I took them all off since then. I shouldn't have
0: done I that. know you did, because we shamed you. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. By the way, uh, many people don't know this. Bobo's uncle died in the Holocaust, <laughs> and this is true. Because he went and he saw Schindler's List in the movies, <laughs> and uh, it upset him it was so much he had a heart In
1: the Holocaust.
0: <laughs> yeah. Indirectly. I always say, indirectly. Well, yeah, if somebody quizzes you, you say, indirectly, like us. I lost my brother. That's what you Here's my. Well, I'm laying in bed last night thinking of Bobo, because my clock says nine twelve, and I start laughing. I'm giggling in my sleep you know as i'm as i'm and I'm going I can't think about Bobo now, I got to get to sleep because yeah, you he start to, to laugh. I was like nine twelve is Bobo's number, not nine eleven nine twelve, and whenever I see nine twelve on that clock, I go Bobo it's crazy you so are funny. just making Bobo's day
1: yeah by telling Bobo that he enters your thoughts even when you're not on the air
0: well, the thought I was having. I Whack pack. <laughs> the the uh the 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 thing is, what I was thinking is this guy loves attention no matter where it comes from. You know, my mom told me I went to see my mom this uh weekend, which is a whole nother story. You know, that's always kinda of depressing seeing how old my mom and dad are. It's just fucking now they It sit sounds like a hel-
1: pilgrimage, you know, like you go to commemorate something.
0: Well now they sit I gotta ask my mom this. I hate asking her questions, but but she gets so emotional, but n- even Beth said to me, "Your mom keeps the shades down now, she didn't even open like she used to open a window or have some light in the apartment. now it's like uh it's always like dingy and dark in there, you know I don't that know why they, it's what a is, is that kind of depression." Is it, is it an old
1: person thing? You just keep the window, well, like, don't old you? Old people get depressed and, you know, they just don't even care about bringing, you know, doing the usual things like opening the curtains
0: ah. and doing stuff like that. They just sit in the dark. It's funny you say that because I'm like, gee, did someone die? You know, it's like, uh, like they're sitting shiva, Or they're turning into vampires. They've been alive so long. But you know how, like, when you see the old vampires, they always, like, But I'm afraid to ask her. Every time I ask her, uh, it's like opening up a whole can of worms. Because uh, when I get a. You don't get just, oh, I
1: don't do that because.
0: it's the whole thing. It'd be like, hey, mom, why don't you ever pull open the windows? And then it goes, listen, (laughs) we're doing the best we can. What do you mean? Do we open the windows? Don't hock me in China what's wrong you know it, it just it'll just be. does she know you're coming yeah you know i give her plenty of notice i i called her three days beforehand and i said mom i'm coming to see you and now she's into this shtick whatever i say she doesn't hear she hears beth uh, fine i bet but say, say why i go i'm coming to see you and my voice hurts if i'm hoarse it's from yelling i went to say go <laughs> ma everything i got to say twice Mom, we brought you chocolate chip cookies, home baked. And she goes, wah? <laughs> I'm like, chocolate chip cookies. Oh. Ah. <laughs> well, I go over to see how they're doing, to see if they're okay. You know, like, I, it's one thing, we talk on the phone all the time, but, you know, I, I, with the in-person thing, I can at least survey what's going on. Right. You know, it's um, like a checkup. It, you
1: can talk on the phone. How long do those conversations last?
0: Eh, you know, my dad doesn't talk much anymore. You know, he had a stroke a bunch of years ago, so they they last pretty long because my mom needs someone to talk to. Oh, okay. You know, so I call her a lot and just kind of you know let her you know put the phone down, let her go on for a while, and I <laughs> you go yeah. Put the phone down. Well, you know <laughs> what I mean. I do other things. <laughs> oh her, boy. well listen i got stuff to do i'm a busy man i'm running an <laughs> empire over here i'm jd's boss what's the matter with you that's a lot of work but uh i don't know it just seems like all roads lead to misery with them you know what i mean no matter <laughs> what i bring up they're miserable and what'd you have for lunch it was horrible the food <laughs> was horrible you know it's like i'm afraid to bring anything up but, uh, yeah, so, um, I went over there, check up on him. My dad, uh, he seemed pretty with it, you know, for, for a guy who's had a stroke. Oh, I think he's had multiple strokes, quite frankly. Because I ask him, what I do is I go, dad, you still reading the newspaper? Like, oh, yeah, you know, you know. I go, uh. I feel like I'm bothering him by talking to him. You know, it's like every word is an effort, <laughs> but I want to see if he's retaining what he reads right, in the newspaper, yeah. see if he's all there. I go, uh, he goes, hey, you read about that guy? What guy? I go, yeah, right. I <laughs> go, I go, that's what my dad, though. He doesn't have all his words. So I go, uh, okay. I know right away what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. I go, you mean, uh, the written house. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. He shot everyone up, right? Yeah, he shot them up. <laughs> I, see, uh, he did, uh, I go. I
1: think this is where that mad libs came from.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to fill in the blanks. I go, yeah, you know. I'm like, shit, I'm shitting my pants about getting older. Because, you know, I'll probably end up the same way. I'm taking the baby aspirin so I don't have a stroke. They tell me if I take that, I could avoid stroke. I'm taking cholesterol medication now. I don't want to end up, you know, I don't want to be like,
1: hey, Robin. Uh. <laughs> we'll you know. still be on the radio.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robin will, Robin will have to do most of the heavy lifting and be like, hi, Howard, what'd you do last night? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good act. It could work.
1: Everybody's going to be talking about it.
0: Yeah. I'll be like, you should hear Stern now. he just grunt. <laughs> yeah, but my old man knew about Rittenhouse.
1: So he's still he, uh, interested in what's going on in the world.
0: Yeah. I think he wasn't too pleased with the verdict as I was, too. I was well, not pleased.
1: not too many people were pleased with the no. verdict. It's ridiculous. Come on. But
0: you 17. can't prove what a person's thinking if, you, if nobody talks about it. And how'd that kid get off without a gun charge, at least? I mean, uh, he, he bought an AR-15. He was underage. He was, the, it was self-defense, Howard. Oh, no, but though... same, how did he purchase the weapon? He didn't purchase the weapon. Yeah, some guy
1: purchased it yeah. for him. That's that guy got to, would probably go to jail forever.
0: But not the guy who the, used it to shoot people. That kid put the crocodile tears on, huh?
1: Oh, my God. I was like, really? People bought that?
0: Well, you know what they say. For anybody who's into guns and the use of firearms, they always say, if you shoot someone, and the cops show up. This is, don't say anything, number one. Don't say a word. If you have to say something, here's what you say. I just wanted him to stop. That's it. They train you. Who trains That's, you? I
1: didn't know. I never well, thought it was training.
0: No, I did. <laughs> I just wanted him to stop. In other words, self-defense. Now, look. There's legit self defense. I am a big defender of the second amendment. I think there's a lot of marauders and 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 fucking maniacs out there and you you should have a gun to protect your family and your home. That's my feeling. But you don't go
1: looking for, you know, you don't leave this your kid, home, cross a yeah. state line.
0: That's right. It's crazy story.
1: Yeah, it's all nuts.
0: Yeah. Well, do you turn to over to Fox News, they say the kid's a hero. You see hero oh, they're, for running around. They're
1: praising him. I saw tables of people sitting around wow. defending him throughout the trial.
0: All right. Well, listen, one thing is in our country, you got to uh all we got is the jury system. It's the closest thing we got to any kind of justice, and if you Yeah, but there's you also, think-
1: you know, laws that could be changed because they don't cover certain things. You know, yeah, but until anyway, they come up, and
0: then it's like, well, our hands are tied by the law. I didn't mean to digress. My my point was, my dad seemed to know about this Kyle Rittenhouse, so it means he read in the paper, he knew what was happening. And I, I wonder was happy what he to thought of it. that
1: judge. He might have seen that judge
0: hey, on TV a you,
1: lot too, because here that come was the, the judge, I want to be judge. famous syndrome of judges.
0: He was some judge, Oy vey. What a judge, Judge Bruce Schroeder. Um, anyway, it was crazy, but, uh, yeah, my father read it in the paper and he knew what was happening. He didn't know the name of the guy, but he knew. And then I go, yeah, I go, yeah, that's right. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, case.
1: <laughs> These are the conversations he wanted to have with you when you were 7
0: and 5. Well, oh, that's right. And that's why I, have... that's <laughs> why I do it. That's why I do it, robin because yeah, I know what my old man's into. He wants to talk about the newspaper. If you weren't talking seriously about I, but I'm a nice guy. I don't sit there out of my father's in bad shape. I don't go, "What are you saying, you dummy? What are you, moron?
6: Stupid, you moron?"
0: <laughs> Cuz now he sounds like me uh Shut up. Ben Sit what down. Okay, Dad what do you think of uh the the um uh the, the uh John Kennedy and the Congress and he goes, <laughs> 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 I'm a good dude now that I haven't met the most vulnerable you know i mean i don't i don't you know when I was a little boy, my dad was very tough on me, but um you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tender with him. I really am. I, you know, I sit there, go, hey, yeah, yeah. I'm asking him about the newspaper to see if I could stimulate him a little bit, you know? Then my dad had to go to the ER because, um, he had leg pain. The doctor thought it might be a clot. Good. So I thought he was checking out. The guy's 98 years old. I thought he was checking out. 98 so, already. 98. Wow. 98. And, uh, but it turned out he just had a cramp. Everything checked out okay. So I had to go over and see what was doing with that. So, you know, it's not like a, a relaxed visit. I feel like I'm just trying to assess the situation. You're like a medical person when you walk in. You're you're evaluating. Yeah. I'm like the FBI. I'm asking questions, <laughs> you know. It's an I ask, interrogation. But if I ask my mom some questions about this, that, the other thing, uh, you know, I go, Mom, maybe you guys ought to walk outside, you know. It's a, Listen, we have problems, and I'm doing the best I can. Oh, Okay, let's change the topic. <laughs> uh, Beth brought over some cookies.
1: Will they eat the cookies?
0: Yeah, my mom will eat the cookies. Okay. Sometimes. You know, you never know with my parents. Like, Beth, Beth says, I'm bringing your parents. I'm going to bake some cookies. Fresh baked cookie. I go, this could go horribly wrong. She goes, no, your mom. She knows my mom, though. My mom really loves Beth. Like, my mom loves Beth more than she loves me. Oh, stop it. No, I'm serious. She does. There's no question. (laughs) She thinks Beth is an angel that dropped out of heaven. She's like, I'm so happy you found Beth. Listen, I know my mom. My mom goes, I don't compliment myself often. But let me tell you, I'm a judge of people, (laughs) and that Beth is some giver, and I'm a giver, (laughs) and Beth's a giver, and she is the greatest. I know. I'm very happy. You're very happy indeed. I go. She's very beautiful, inside and out. (laughs) I I know. Uh, I mean, she gets like like uh, I mean,
1: she's like on a campaign.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's trying to convince me. I married
1: her. Yeah, like you don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I know. I, I, so I know. I'm, I I said, I know. I know. Well, let me tell you that Beth's the, the greatest. She's the greatest. So when Beth said she's going to bring him cookies, I go, don't bring cookies. Or she could have gone the other way. My mother go, what's with these cookies? <laughs> you know, we go down to lunch, and my husband has every day the same thing. He likes lox. What? You, know, you eat lox every day with a bagel. That's right. That's right. And then afterwards, he has his fruit cup, and he has a chocolate chip cookie. What? You have a chocolate chip cookie. So who's going to eat these cookies after all? What am I going to do with them? You know, it could go that way. And then she starts yelling about, you know, what are we going to do with chocolate chip cookies? I can't eat so much. We have our cookie downstairs. (laughs) You know, I could get yelled at for the dumbest shit. But this time she was like, Oh, thank you. No. My mom was on good behavior. Yeah, wow. She's like very happy with the cookies, and I and I spoke to her later in the, in the night, and she said, uh, yeah, "In fact, she had eaten one of the cookies." Wow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Who <knew? laughs> my life?
1: This yeah, is what I'm like up to. Yeah, like a Russian roulette when you bring them something.
0: People go. It must be fun to be Howard Stern. You're famous. <laughs> make a good living. Beautiful wife. Man, I wish I could spend a day in your shoes. Be happy. Your shoes are fine. No, they should spend this day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime you want to spend some time in these shoes, go ahead. But I'll warn you. I don't wear socks. They smell. <laughs> oh, man. Man, oh, shavits. But anyway. Is, uh, is,
1: you know, because there are a lot of people who find themselves being abused when they're elderly. because. Yeah. Their kids want to take out on them what happened to them when they were children.
0: No, what's weird is uh, I'm being abused by the elderly. I get yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) It never works out for me. I used to yell at my parents when I was a kid. I'd say, one day you'll be old and then I'm going to put you in an old age home and you'll eat dog food. (laughs) That was my dream one day to get them back. And you know what? I never did it. I'm such a fucking good boy. I'm a good boy. I'm a dutiful son. I am a good boy, and uh, you know I, I keep the whole boat floating. If you know what I mean. <laughs> my old man the other day too. My mom told him to write out a check for something. And my he goes, no, I gotta hold on to my money. What if something happens to Howard?
7: Oh I'm my like, God.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I go, don't worry. I I I I left money for you if I drop dead. Okay. You
1: know that, but it must be. I wish we could have a conversation with him because I don't think he ever thought he'd be saying those words. No,
0: he treated me like uh, he couldn't bank on me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's strange. Then Beth said to me, "Gee, you know, she always th- she always says to me, if that was the last conversation you have ever, ever have with your father, are you satisfied?" And I go, "What are you talking about?" Because she said. I wasn't emotional enough when I uh, said goodbye to my dad. And I go, my dad doesn't want that. It's never going to be a big emotional conversation between me and my father where he turns to me and says, oh, "I love you." You know, it's just we don't we, we don't communicate that way. So,
1: and and in his current condition, it would be
0: kind of tough, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know what she wants me to do. Then I felt bad all day yesterday because oh. I was like, "Honey," I go, "What, what do you expect to happen there?" First of all, it's COVID. We still keep our distance from everybody.
1: Ah, uh, no hugging. Yeah,
0: I hugged my mom a little bit, but I had the mask on mm-hmm. when I said goodbye. You know, we're careful. I don't want my parents getting sick. I'm not like you don't want to selfish- make them sick. No, I, I'm not like these selfish fucks you read about in the newspaper who don't want to wear a mask. Bunch of cunts, <laughs> right, Robin? That's right, Howard. Yeah, yeah damn right. <laughs> but uh, really yeah, so. One. But well, my mom told me a story about myself I didn't know. And, it, you know, what? It, it, it even confirms what a cute little boy I was. My mom said when she would go out with my dad and they'd leave the house for the, uh, you know, for the night. Maybe they'd go out for a couple hours. I'd be a little boy. My sister would be babysitting me. My sister's four years older than me. Mm-hmm. She said when she'd come home, there'd be notes for her all over the house. Little notes. Little really? things. Little thoughts. Yeah, that she could discover and find. I go, D- really? I, I, th- I said, what well, you said. I go, really? I did that she goes yeah she goes i'd find these little notes they'd be i go like what she goes i ah, i don't remember what they said i go you remember everything else you remember every shit i took in my pants but that you don't remember what i said you would say different things i go jokes I go, jokes things thoughts i go what was i up to you didn't want me to forget about you you wanted attention oh i was like oh Well, it shows you how love-starved I was. I'm busy writing my mother notes all over the house. Yeah,
1: you were a weird Mm. kid. I think I would have gotten rid of you. Mm. Oh, there were notes
0: everywhere. How dare you? What's wrong with this boy? How dare you? (laughs) Let me get Greta Thunberg to yell at you. I'm going to get Greta Thunberg (laughs) to say how dare you to rob me for saying that. Hold on.
4: Blah, blah, blah.
0: (laughs) Can you just say, can you say how dare you? Hello? Greta. Greta? Is she there? Greta? Hmm, not there. Huh. Okay. Close oh, how there she dare... is.
7: <laughs> how dare you
0: Yeah, Robin uh said I was a weird little kid and she would have gotten rid of me. Just say how dare you a couple more times.
7: How dare you? When you were a little child, I bet you didn't fight for the environment like me. How dare you? No.
0: I was a dopey little kid. I didn't, uh, <laughs> I, I, you it know what? None notes were about the environment. That's why I admire you. You, uh, you would fight for the environment. How old were you when you first started fighting for the environment?
7: I was under 10 years old when I first started. When I learned about it, I didn't eat. I didn't sleep. I didn't talk. I lost 10 kilos. What did you do?
0: I did nothing. That's what I'm saying. I, I Me, I would How watch Toopy sales. What? <laughs> How dare you?
7: How dare you? How dare you do nothing while the earth is
0: dying? Oh. See, I think my father would have loved Greta Thunberg as a daughter. Oh, somebody who was um, a rabble rouser and yeah, you know, on fire. And, and read the newspaper. What age were you when you started reading the newspaper? And, you know. Getting upset. I was
7: six months old when I learned how to read about climate change and the dying wow. of the planet while you reminisce and talk about the good old days when you burned <laughs> trees for paper. How dare
0: right. you? Right. All right. I, uh, thank you.
7: No. Thank how you. dare you? How dare you do nothing? Right now. you?
0: She's the best. I love her. No joy in her life, I'll tell you that. No, I'm, I'm very uh, concerned for her. She reminds me of jor from the planet Krypton. She's the only one screaming about the environment. She's yelling, she's screaming, and no one's listening. I wonder if she's building a... Um, a rocket spaceship. ship? <laughs> yeah, she, let me ask her. Should I ask her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are, you bu- are you building a rocket ship?
7: A rocket ship would use so much energy and so much nuclear power. I would never do such a thing. How dare you?
0: Right, right. Of course you're not building um, a rocket ship. I, would I have the wrong no thing time.
7: Blah, blah, blah with your ideas. And how dare you drive and bring cookies to your parents. And now how dare you what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she would waste time watching Love Hard on a Sunday. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, does so she bad. like those romantic movies?
0: Oh shit, she doesn't have any time for that. You know what her answer is. She's gonna just start screaming, blah, blah, blah. Here, if you wanna hear it. Real quick. Did you, what do you think of watching Love Hard on a Sunday?
7: Blah, blah, blah. No time for love. How can I have time for love? Love leads to kissing, which leads to making babies, which leads to overpopulation. How dare you? (laughs) No, wait, how dare you?
0: I was going to ask her if she ever goes to the mall and shop with her friends like other teenage kids, but what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, I don't tell you. she's watching um, Olivia uh, Jade
0: put on makeup. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I want to paint, too. I wanted to paint. my. I'm working on this big painting. This thing is fucking Is this huge. the
1: same one you've been talking about? Because you said yeah. you've been working on this big painting for a while now.
0: A view of Central Park. and it's oh, really? uh, very Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty good, but it, it takes lots of hours. Like just to paint one, I, it's a big painting of uh, keystones on a on a um on like an overpass, and they're different mm-hmm. colors, and uh, it's all muted gray colors, and it takes forever just to do one keystone. Wow! I'm painting and painting and painting. I'm listening to music. I I was looking around for even podcasts maybe to listen to. Wow, you're
1: going to get know.
0: into podcasts? I don't know. Maybe everyone seems to be into it. I don't, I think it's a bunch of bullshit, but I like professional broadcasters. But uh, a lot of people are listening to them, so I'll listen. I listen. I'm open minded. I watched I watched the American Music Awards. I tried to last night. It was horrible, just horrible for a guy my age. I mean, I didn't know one thing was going on. Cardi B Someone has been watched. on the show. She was the host. I didn't know yeah. one thing she was saying. I should play a clip. Cardi yeah, B comes a, out. I
1: saw a few clips on the news this morning.
0: I said of to Cardi Beth. Cardi B let's...
1: being carried around in a chair or something.
0: <laughs> I said to Beth, I'm, I'm going to watch uh, the American Music Awards. That's when she rolled over and went to sleep. She doesn't give a shit about music. <laughs> I forgot that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was put up on HBO. I would have watched that. Oh, that's right. On the 20th, it went up. That's I, right. I
1: forgot to watch.
0: There's so many things I need, like, constant reminders. You know, when I uh-huh. lay down in bed to watch, I went to watch I Am Jazz, but it was recap episodes. I don't give a fuck. I know I Am Jazz. I don't need a That's recap That's right. You don't episode. need a
1: recap. You've been watching every episode.
0: We got in bed last night, Beth and I together, we're watching Thousand Pound Sisters. I tell you the truth, I'm kind of turning into you a little bit. I, I was watching Thousand Pound Sisters. And the one big fat one—I mean, the one who's the most fat—she's over six hundred pounds. They put her in a rehab, and I said to my wife, "She's not lasting in any rehab. She's gonna—she's a big baby." Within two seconds, I miss my home. I miss my bed. I— she got a million excuses. This one—they took sixty pounds off her, Tammy. Wow! They took sixty pounds. Now on her, it's like nothing. She's she over six hundred pounds, the Titanic, as they say. Yeah, but okay, it's a start. And then as soon as she gets down sixty pounds, I want to go home. I miss everyone. I miss my bed. And the woman is so nice. She says to her, "Listen, honey, you go home. I'm afraid. What are you going to do about your meals? Oh, I'll, I'll order out. You can not order out. What are you going to order? I'll get a burger. A burger. She said, "Listen, you can't be." One, she goes one burger. Aye yeah, right. One burger, right, <laughs> right. One burger leads to ten burgers. Well, she didn't care, and the family—they should have left her there. They—they they come and get her. See,
1: of course.
0: Yeah, they—they they enable. You're watching
1: a whole sick environment.
0: Well, I finally said to my wife, I said, you know, I'm getting fed up with these two. I was hoping, you know, there's got to be some progress. But Tammy won't lose any weight. And uh, she keeps getting boyfriends, though. She weighs over 600 pounds and she gets boyfriends. And they fuck her. According to her, they fuck her. It's impossible. I don't even see how it's possible. But she claims they do. And she always goes out with these skinny black guys who are into obese women. It's a fetish. Mm -hmm. And then they buy them food.
1: Well, what'd I say? It's a whole, thick environment.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I like that she at least is not, you know, she lives, I don't know, it looks like somewhere down south, and she's not prejudiced. She dates, uh, she'll date a woman, a man, a transgender even. She'll date anybody. Just wants love. And I, it's too sad. It's, it's a shame too she's sad. not going
1: to be here long enough. Yeah.
0: It's getting to, too sad, so... Um,
1: Be a part of a changing, better world.
0: Yeah, I said to my wife, this is getting a bit old. Maybe we got a bail on Tammy and Amy, the Thousand Pound Sisters. But we'll see. But uh, so Beth fell asleep and I put on American Music Awards. And Jesus Christ, I try to watch it, but there's nothing for me there. I mean, I respect, listen, I like, I respect any musician who can make it. You know, I, I love musicians and I love to watch what they do, but I don't relate to a lot of it. I saw Bruno Mars opened up the show and he's, uh, he's, he's, he's a real talented guy. I'm, it's not my mm-hmm. thing so much, but he's, he's super talented. He's fun to watch, but I had hit to hit the fast forward a little bit, even through him. Yeah. Even through him. And then Cardi B came out and I was like, I, you know, I, I woke back up. Hey, it's Cardi B. She was on my show. I act like I know her. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, Hey, you know, I, so I'm rooting for her. And then I didn't know. And I don't remember her speaking like that. I, I couldn't understand a word she's saying. But when she was on her show, I understood her fine. But I guess she was all amped up. She was full Cardi B. Uh, it was crazy.
4: What's popping? Woo! Damn, this crowd is
8: loud. You got a car, you get a car, you get a car. <laughs> I'm lying. I get nothing. Anyways, welcome to the 2021 American Music Award. I am your host, Cardi B. Thank you to Silk Sonic for starting us off right tonight. Wait, I don't hear myself.
9: What?
8: Hold on, crowd. Hold on. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a little nervous. I'm shaking. Woo! I'm sweating. What? I'm, I'm going to let y'all know right now at home. I might get things messed up, and I might stutter, but whatever. Whatever, whatever. I'm giving looks. Anyways, enough about me. Tonight's going to be fire. The show is full of performances from your favorite artists like BTS. I don't know.
0: I, I mean, I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I said to my wife, I said, you got to get me a young person to translate what the fuck is happening here. I didn't know what Cardi B was saying.
1: She was saying she her arms were sweating. She
0: oh, I catch that. Really? Was, she
1: was itching because, you know, oh, a big Oh, really? I, yeah. This is the third time I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know but what But the, the show is going to be fire.
0: I was like, oh, fire she said that? I was the like, show is, is speak- going to
1: be
4: fire.
0: I thought she was doing a Star Trek bit like she's speaking Klingon. But I was like, Ay, <laughs> vey. I never felt older in my life. I'm watching this. I was out of my mind. I give up.
1: Don't give up.
0: But I was like, American Music Awards, that's the thing Dick Clark used to host. And yeah. That was his, you know that was his was, creation. He
1: he produced it. He created yep. it and he produced it. And I wondered if it was still his company.
0: Yeah, and he hosted too. He used to host it. You know, he used Dick to Clark. host it.
1: But I, I was just like, does his company, is this company still around? Does... Who gets that money? Who's running I that? I don't know.
0: That's an empire. But, uh, you know, it's weird. The American Music Awards, I remember when he started it, it was, they only had the Grammys. That was the only thing. And suddenly, mm-hmm. Dick Clark comes on TV and goes, all right, fuck you. Here's the American Music Awards. Everyone was laughing at him because they're like, "That that isn't an award. You can't just make up an award. Well, well sure enough, it was
1: voted on by people,
0: yeah,
1: and they, they the forgot angle. every other kind of music. It was only music you heard on the radio, right? Right. It wasn't like you didn't have to have the classical group. You didn't have to have the jazz group. Yeah. It's just the music we want to hear.
0: And people ended up liking it. Yeah. But he was the host. He gave it a certain gravitas because he was Dick Clark. But... Yeah, and you then never I had th-
1: Cardi B or anybody else being the host. It was always Dick.
0: Yeah, and then they tried to get... Um, What's his name from uh, Kelly and Ryan? Regis?
1: Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, Ryan or,
0: Seacrest, I think, for a while was stepping in. I think Dick Clark was grooming him to take over. Yeah, but I don't think it worked out.
1: The only thing he really that really stuck was New Year's Rock and Eve. He still has New that. Year's
0: Rock and Eve. Yeah, <laughs> that's some fiasco. But uh <laughs> <laughs> bad television. It's good that they saved the worst television for New Year's Eve. It's nice,
1: <laughs> yeah. Because who's watching? Everybody's drunk. <laughs>
0: yeah, like it's they, they, they. The networks figured out everyone's loaded; they're high off their <laughs> ass. So let's get some really bad television on for on every network. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Dick Clark. That was the that was what he did. The guy was smart guy. ABC used to have the contract for the Grammys. When their contract ran out, the Grammys went to another network, and ABC ABC goes fuck you. Let's bring in Dick Clark and we'll start our own thing. And they did. And it worked. It worked. Probably more popular than the Grammys. Yeah. Yeah, It became a thing where people, they covet these awards. These nonsense awards. Well, it was interesting
1: because they were saying, you know, Taylor Swift won a bunch of awards last night. And it takes her total to 35 American music awards. And she's still the artist with the most American
0: music awards of anybody. Jeez, is she that, you know what? I gotta be honest. I, um, I like some of the Taylor Swift tunes. Some of them are catchy pop tunes, but the new album, I don't know. Is it, is it a hit? Cause I, I don't, well, I don't it's know. It's not
1: even new. It's a remake of an other, uh, an old album.
0: I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about her. I mean, I think she's cute and I like some of the songs. I can even sing some of them. We are never, ever, ever going back together never going back together but uh yeah i mean that's okay but um yeah the american music awards i try to watch it i made it through to um I, i listened a little bit to cardi b i hit the fast forward and then uh bruno mars i fast forwarded through him and then uh, BTS came on with the guy from Coldplay, who we know, Chris mm, Martin. Yes, Chris Martin. BTS, uh, Korean boys, and the girls scream for them. You know, it's like when, like, 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 uh, like a boy band that's currently popular. Well,
1: it's like Menudo, because Menudo. Apparently, this is like a factory, and they just crank out these boys, and they never
0: get older. You don't know who they. Are. Oh, is that right? You mean they've yeah. actually substituted? Come on, is that true? They substituted some already. Oh, I didn't know that. You're saying, in other words, if you age out, they put in a younger, cuter boy. Yeah, it's not like One Direction or you oh. know, uh,
1: some of these other bands that keep the same group and then they either break up or they get back together. You know, like <clears throat> oh wow, I didn't Boys' know that. Men or whatever. No, they're like you know they know what is- they're doing. This is a this is a business, and we need 13 year old girls. We don't want them looking at guys with hair on their faces.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, that scares 13-year-old girls. I once yeah. read a study. They go, if you, you know, for boy bands, once a boy starts getting hair, facial hair or hits puberty, the little girls are scared of them. These boys are safe. They look very feminine. Yeah. And they, they, they look cute. Oh, so that's what they're they're
1: all very they're doing. polite. I told you I met them on a, a plane, one group anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they're sweet and they kids were, because...
1: They were very sweet. Nobody treats them like stars. Like, these are superstars. But they and stood see- in line at, uh, you know, the security line and checked in. And most of the kids were back in... Um, the regular coach section, wow. only one got you know like they did a lottery, and one kid won the the first class seat, so he was up there with management
0: but how what, what how when did they tell the kid how many BTS guys have been kicked out of the band for being too old?
1: I don't know that much about it. I didn't oh.
0: go into, but there's
1: even a documentary about the factory, the brand that is BTS
0: Wow, I didn't know that that's brilliant. And, I, you know, I wish I could do that with some of my guys on the show. I would, I could, on their 19th <laughs> birthday, I'll drop out? them in, I, yeah, I'll drop them in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I, I didn't realize that. That's great, because I saw they, they, like, they even take selfies with all the fans, and they, like, they're oh, not, yeah, they no, have they no star attitude. Accessible. Yeah. But they all can dance. I saw that. And the oh, guy. Um, of course. Chris Martin from Coldplay was dancing with them, and he towers over them. I mean, he, was like, <laughs> he looked like it looked like um the, the the like the land of the giants. It's crazy, and yeah, uh, they I were if doing this through,
1: through the airport. Now it was like their first introduction into uh in America when I saw them, and they were just standing in
0: the security oh. line. Oh, you're teaching me something. I didn't know Powered that the from window-
10: what I. I'm sorry to interrupt, but from what I can see, BTS has not changed their membership. Uh, Menudo, is Robin. 100% right. Menudo always did that. But so, I Robin. Design,
1: I just BTS. saw a blurb. I, it's a documentary, and they were talking oh. about the factory that is BTS.
0: Wow.
10: I believe it's still Jin, Sugar, J-Hope, RM, Jimin, V, and Jungkook.
1: Are you sure they're not generic names, and they just keep putting people in No, in fact... Uh, Hit with
0: Wow, you told me a story, Robin. I believed you. <laughs> it's not true. Look, I'll look Where do you come? Look
1: into it more because I know it's it. not just uh, a group of kids that got together and became famous.
0: You know what I think happened? I think you had a dream about BTS, and then now you <laughs> think it's reality. <laughs> I think you're losing. But anyway, I try to. Well, okay, that was a. good, Jeez, I, I was I really like intrigued.
10: Story. I'm going to keep it. Uh, great. <laughs> yeah hey, hey, hey. uh, yeah has definitely done it over the years. You're hundred percent right about that one Robin.
0: menudo, BTS, I know
10: about menudo had over
0: thirty members in the group after all these years. they kept just changing them out, but I didn't know that about b t s and then now some people are saying Robin's wrong, but in any case, I couldn't watch it i mean i didn't I didn't understand the song. it wasn't my thing, and then what else did I see? There was one other act I saw in there. Oh, she was pretty good. What the heck was the woman's... Olivia Rodrigo, she was good. She got... I liked her. Was she the
1: best new actor... New singer, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. She was like... She did a performance. She was pretty good. And then I went to bed. That's when I looked at the clock and it was 9.12 and I thought of Bobo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She was (laughs) the one that had all the flowers on the stage. Yeah. When she was singing.
0: I liked her, Olivia Rodrigo. Hey, listen to this. I want to share some things with you. I got a letter yesterday... With a book, like a children's book, called, um, I'm like, who's sending me a children's book? I get all kind of shit, but, and it was a, a, a book sent to me by Amazing Creskin. Amazing Creskin. Creskin's
10: still around?
0: Yeah. This guy's got to be 100 years old. He's, he's probably as old as my parents. I mean, I don't know how old he is, but he's got, I used to watch him on TV when I was a little boy. Yeah. He's still around. And you know, I was thinking about this guy. I haven't had him on the show in years. This guy, for those of you who don't know, Kreskin was this guy I used to watch on TV. He'd come on the Mike Douglas show. Mike Douglas was like the same time slot as like an Ellen DeGeneres. He was an afternoon guy. Yeah. You know, afternoon talk show. He was the afternoon Johnny Carson. And it was a good show. I liked it. Mike was uh, inoffensive. Let's put it that way. Come out. He'd sing. It he was the worst singer. He was not a good singer. He was very mediocre. But he <laughs> insisted. I guess he had a contract where he came out and sang a song. And remember, Mike Douglas, at the end of the week, this son of a gun, not only couldn't he sing, he'd sing a song about all the people who were on the show for the whole week.
1: Yes, but remember, he also had a, a co-host for the week.
0: Like yep, that's right. would
1: be there every day.
0: Like one time he had John Lennon and Yoko Ono, which was insane. For a whole week, they must have dug Mike Douglas. I mean, nobody nobody that cool ever did the show like that. But John and Yoko showed up for a week. Chuck Berry showed up to play with John and Yoko. Yoko insisted. I mean, somebody insisted on Yoko being on the stage. Chuck Berry looked peeved. He was not pleased. He was not pleased. But uh, Mike Douglas was this afternoon guy, and one of his guests was always every couple of weeks would be Amazing Creskin, And this guy was what they call a mentalist. Now, to me, a mentalist, I don't know much about the distinction, but I don't know the difference between a magician and a mentalist. But I think it's the same thing. When it boils down, they're doing a trick. They're not really mentalists. They can't read minds. It's a trick. But this guy, Amazing creskin I'd sit there and watch him. I'd go, this guy's really amazing. He deserves, you know, <laughs> a lot of dudes call themselves amazing this and that. They're not that good. This guy really deserves the name Amazing Creskin. This motherfucker, I don't know how he did it, but he would like he, one time he came into our studio and he said, put your hands on this table. The whole table lifted up in the air. <laughs> I'm telling you, none of us were in on it. He it didn't come in put,
1: beforehand
0: and set something up? Did n- Nothing. Robin, you remember that? The whole table lifted. I don't remember a table lifting. We put our hands on it, and it came off the ground and was in the air. It was our table. I am telling you, the guy fucking did it. It was, I don't know how he does it. I said, this motherfucker, and I never, you know, honestly, I don't know what his, I think he still lives with, not anymore, but he lived with his mother. He's 85. I looked it up. Yeah. And he's born on what day? January 12th, my birthday.
1: Is that right?
0: We share a birthday. I know that. But anyway, this guy, Amazing Kreskin, was one of the best entertainers I ever saw. I saw him work a crowd. You know, he was one of those guys. He'd stand there and tell you what number you were thinking of. I mean, it was really, he'd, he'd have an audience hide an envelope. Now, I know it's a trick, but he was particularly good at doing the trick because you couldn't figure out how he was doing it. it was It was really that good. But it's a trick. He's not really he doesn't have any powers. But uh, the guy was think one. He of, you got know, too
1: old to do the tricks.
0: Well, the last time he came on our show, he was no spring chicken. He must have been well into his seventies. So uh, I'm going to say maybe now he's too old. I mean, no one wants to see a an 85 year old mentalist. I don't think. <laughs> I think that's a young man's game. You know what I mean?
7: <laughs>
0: it would be sad if like all of a sudden you go oh jesus now i see how he does the trick like, you know. <laughs> well that's what i'm thinking that maybe he couldn't keep it hidden anymore but i got a letter from him he says howard it i don't think he'd mind me sharing this because he's all about you know getting publicity and look at the cute stationery too it's a beautiful creskin stationery, and you know what it says on it even now i know what you're thinking <laughs> That's his line. He says, Howard, it seems like 97 years since we last communicated, but I thought instead of waiting another decade, I would alert you to a scenario I did not predict. He says, Tom Hanks came out with the great Buck Howard. Who knew that? John Malkovich played yours truly. I never dreamt, blah, blah, blah. He's telling me about it. But he's now part of a new animated TV series. And it's a book called Little Billy. And it will be, I guess, he's playing one of the characters. Kreskin is playing one of the characters.
1: He got a job. Okay.
0: Yeah, he wrote me a whole letter about it. I've enclosed the book in which the TV series is based on. I don't know who he's playing. He can't be playing Little Billy. (laughs) He says he wants to come on and talk about it on our show. I don't know if I want to do that, talk about Little Billy. But uh, I just, you know, I was thinking about this guy. He never got his due. He's better than any magician I'd ever seen. Yeah. He's right up there with David Dude. Blaine, David Copperfield. Uh, maybe, you know, certainly, I think he was I think he was maybe the greatest magician. I mean, you know, I never saw Houdini, and they say he was the greatest. But for the guys I saw, Kreskin blew my fucking mind every time. And he always had new tricks. I don't know how I don't know if he paid someone for these tricks, did he develop these tricks? Who thought these tricks up? I don't know. How do you become a mentalist? How do you become that good at it? Like did he start when he was he got to start when you're 5 to be that good, but how do you who wants to be a mentalist when they're 5? You know. The guy's insanely good at it, but where did he go? I don't know. He's in the ether somewhere. Now he's being little Billy. But there it is. Creskin. Personal letter. Well, it's good to hear from him. I love it. Sounds
1: like he still has all his marvels.
0: But you know what's it? Yeah, who knows? Maybe now he's mental. He's not a mentalist anymore. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe he, maybe little Billy's a figment of his imagination. Maybe he thinks he's on a kid show. I don't even I'll understand. You know, he might be a little because I don't even know what he's talking about here. He goes, believe it or not, a new animated TV series is in preparation. The disc I enclosed is the announcement of such and runs one minute. The direction the story is going in is a search for the magic tree. Which is being played by yours truly. Okay, he's a magic oh, he's tree. The tree. He's not even Little Bill. Listen, I'm not having him mind to talk about being a magic tree. I love the guy. I love Creskin, but if he wants to come on and tell me how he does some of those tricks, that's a different story. I mean, I would like to know how Creskin became Creskin. You know?
1: No, I mean, no documentary or autobiography,
0: or biographical movie on... Uh, Creskin, huh? yeah, I mean, I don't give a fuck about him playing a tree <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to know how he did those tricks and how he learned how to do it. yeah, well, why hasn't
1: anybody ever followed Creskin around to see what his life is like and how he became Creskin?
0: I think one guy did, and but he but they never saw him again, never showed up anywhere. <laughs> I think he ended up in a ditch <laughs> hes He's with Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> The one thing I hated about Creskin, I loved Creskin. but I met the guy when I first met him, he grabs your hand to shake your hand and this guy shakes your hand so hard. He squeezes it. And then he, when he's got you in his grip, he goes up and down rapidly and it, yeah. my shoulder would hurt. And I used to say to him, dude, I'll have you on my show, but you got to stop with the handshaking. Oh, okay. 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 Weird guy. I'm like, dude, what are you trying to do? Are you—is it an aggressive thing, passive aggressive? You're trying to rip my arm out of my socket? Are you trying to distract me from the trick by by shaking me up so bad I can't concentrate? What are you doing with that handshake? It's obnoxious. But he did, did it they, to everyone, even you, a woman. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, this guy, this guy Chris says he was in the studio that day he lifted the table. Because we had some studio audience. That's the problem, too. I'd have Kreskin on the radio, and the tricks are visual. And so what you'd hear on the radio is, I'd go, Hey, Robin, the table's lifting up. And she'd go, (laughs) Wow. And I'd go, Ooh. And I'm like, What kind of radio?
1: Yeah, he was a much better TV
0: act. (laughs) He's a great TV act. Yeah, Chris, you were there that day?
3: Hey, Howard. Yeah, I was there. Uh, I was one of the people who was sitting. there. He had, like, maybe four tables set up in the studio. And he had each per, each of us sit at the table and I looked at the guy across from me and he looked at me and we knew we were gonna shake the table to just to was, get attention. He was suggesting stuff to us.
0: And we oh. would do it. And oh, he, you mean you made the, the table move? Along well, with him. Yeah, but I was at one of the tables. I wasn't going along with him. I wasn't in on anything.
2: Howard, I wanted to I wanted to channel the spirit of Sam Kennison. He was choosing people yeah, and I was this guy's of full him. of shit. I was chosen. You're
0: full of shit. Yeah, I don't know. Is that real? I, I mean, the video clip, Howard. I'm not- but why would you, why wouldn't you want to, you mean you went, al- I don't know what he's saying. I'm going to hang up on him because I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> Whenever I pick up the phone, I get annoyed. I want to commune with people. I want to talk to them. I, I'm interested, but that kind of doesn't sound for real. I remember it. We weren't going along. With, I know I wasn't going along
1: with it. I never got any instructions on shaking a, or raising a table. And think I know I we my... would talk about, how do you think it happened?
0: Robin, well, we I think I... figure it out. I think I hate my listeners. <laughs> I hang up on them all the time. But, uh, yeah, I got a letter from him. He's being a tree in a fucking children's show. It's all excited about
1: Where's that children's show going to show up?
0: Do you even Doesn't know? Say. That's the other thing. He sent me... Listen to this. He sent me a DVD... I don't even have a DVD player anymore. I got right. rid of them He's all. not
1: aware that that's all no. technology now.
0: He should have sent me a VHS. <laughs> he sent me a DVD of the commercial, for the, of a one-minute commercial for Little Billy the Tree. Anyway, create, look for Little Billy, and Creskin's uh, going to be a tree. But I wish Creskin would come on and tell me about his life. I would do that. I'd like to know how you become that good a magician i don't think you know to do it on tv like that and you know it's tough because there's a million cameras around you i don't know i mean i i love that guy let's see here i got some facts kreskin was inspired to become a mentalist by the comic strip mandrake the magician wow yeah And has always claimed to not have any supernatural powers or be regarded as a psychic. Good. He knew better. Mm -hmm. The Guys who are assholes, there there are certain guys who are assholes and they go, I have mental powers. I have superpowers. That's where they cross the line. Kreskin never crossed the line. He let you know it's a trick. Thank God. Because those guys I don't like.
1: I don't know. Uh, if he had said he was a psychic, he oh, probably would have
0: made more money. Yeah, that's the sad thing when you're honest. But there was a guy who used to bust, up. this guy was called Amazing Randy, who was a magician. And if he saw anybody ever claim they were having superpowers, he would uh he would challenge them he'd say, "I'll give you a million dollars uh let me investigate you and none of them none of them ever had superpowers, which of course you knew they wouldn't hey uh Sam, you're on the air in uh Arizona what up hey, uh, hey brother how you doing I'm doing all right I mean sure? I'm doing the best I can." oh man good yeah what's on your mind
2: i just wanted to uh talk to you real quick about the uh rittenhouse deal i just didn't know if you and robin were aware that he went there to protect his grandmother and grandfather's property and the gas station they own and they were trying to push a dumpster that was On fire into the gas station to ignite the gas station and burn the gas station down as well.
0: Yeah, I know. I I don't know, man. It just seems very weird. A 17 year old kid running around with an AR. It's a very, very powerful weapon. I don't know, man. It's all rather, it's weird. And then, then the cops, some of the cops down there were going, hey, yeah, right on, you know, like go ahead. Like, let me put, let me put to you this way, Sam. And you know this is true. You can deny it all you want. If that dude was a black kid running around with an AR-15, he wouldn't have gone three feet with that AR-15. I don't care what he's defending. You know that's true. Anyone I in your heart. But beside I all that,
1: you don't ask a kid uh, to go take care of his family uh, several miles away where he has to drive across state lines and then sit 17 out Seventeen years old with a gun. That's, yeah. that's just not how justice is done. It's right. crazy. You know, if you if you're a reasonable rational, you call the police when you see somebody doing something like that.
0: Yeah, and I mean Look, I told you, man. Some people think I'm very liberal. I'm really not. I'm a very big uh gun advocate. I I do believe that uh a person in this country has the right to bear arms. I think it's an important right. I think, um, it, it, you know, there's, the, the police can't be everywhere. They just can't. Especially in rural areas. They cannot be everywhere. And if you have to protect your home and your family and you have a gun, you should use it. Without hesitation. That's the way it goes. And it's a horrible thing right. to see anybody lose their life and get shot. Shooting somebody is a pretty heavy thing. And uh but, you know, OK, sometimes, you, you know, especially the elderly, they can't uh, defend themselves against a young marauder and they have to use it. So I'm into I'm into uh people using self-defense. I'm into people training with weapons and knowing how to use them. I really am. And no one will convince me otherwise. But at the same time, I agree, you know kids walking around with ar-15s and the cops saying okay oh thanks for helping out you know I, I, it's it all it all strikes me as very, very bizarre and it looks very aggressive to me anyway you know uh, i'm sure that young
1: man got a lot of encouragement to do what he was doing and then he was surprised at what happened afterward
0: yeah all right like, where were
1: all those people who said it was a great idea
0: it just looked very dangerous to me to have a young kid running around with an AR-15 and, and, and the police officers who ran into him they maybe say, hey, hey, kid, what are you doing? Okay, I'm I understand. You. I just wanted to just
2: make that point that they went there. I know, I you know, I know.
0: I, know. I watched the trial. I, I got you. All right, Sam. I hear you. you. everything is so busy. Right. Yeah, I don't want to get in a whole discussion about this. You know? I don't want to get into it because, uh, you know, it's just another one of these things that people just talking about and goes back. forth. let's talk about Kreskin. Just keep talking about Kreskin all morning. We can all agree on Kreskin. Yeah. You got to agree. He the guy's amazing. great. And I, exactly. <laughs> that we can agree on. Um, Kevin. Yeah. What's up? In New York. Yes, how are you? Is this Howard? Yeah, what's up?
3: Howard, what's going on? I was just uh, wondering, you really came down on uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, but there was a whole slew of uh, NFL uh, people coming out, uh, can't play games because they got the COVID and they were unvaccinated. I was wondering what you think about that.
0: Come on, they're assholes. You know, I have a friend, a good friend, who's a doctor. And he says to me, we were texting, and he says to me, what the hell with these unvaccinated people? What What is going on? I go, I, I said, it's, you know, it, this is the conversation. It's just fucking frustrating. It's ridiculous. But,
2: uh,
0: it just doesn't but, no, make yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, this they, fucking they, Aaron Rodgers, he's a scumbag because he lied. Forget about the fact that that he didn't take the vaccine. He lied to everybody. He put people in danger. People have families. He's a fuckhead. And the NFL should be ashamed of themselves. What? The guy was out there playing. Now I hear he has a toe injury. Let me ask you something. When Shame. he had the toe injury, What's that? did he go to the doctor or did he go to Joe Rogan? Who fixed his toe? I bet he went to a doctor. So I, he, I, he goes to doctors for everything else. But on the vaccine, he's listening to Joe Rogan. What the fuck is going I on? I understand that. We got to put, put our faith now. in we, science. What? Did we not get lied to? Though we
3: got lied Why to. Who? First we heard that. First we heard the vaccine is going to work.
11: First we heard it no does mask. work. And we had double mass. No, it doesn't work because you could still get
0: it. <laughs> <and pass. laughs> of course you get it, but you won't die from but it. You could still pass. Oh,
3: yes, you distance. can. But, but it can
0: also help. The, it also dampens the virus if we all take it. It answer, makes it harder yeah, for it to spread. Come on, Kevin, read a fucking real newspaper, not the fucking Internet, you cut. Don't call me a Don't waste my time. Yeah, right, I'm calling that. you a cunt. Fuck you! Oh, fuck off. I, I see what this guy's agenda is. he easy
1: that they're in Europe. They're now going back to lockdowns. Yeah. Uh, there's one country over there, I can't remember which one it is, that has the lowest vaccination rate. And so now they're locking down and they're going to go to mandatory vaccines Can because you,
0: the hospitals are overrun. Can't you see they was lying to us? What? They were not lying God. to you. No one ever said to you that... That the vaccine is 100%. Once you take it, you'll never get COVID. It's so clear what they said. How come I understand it? They said, take the vaccine. You could still get COVID, but it will reduce the symptoms. You won't die. Why can't you see the distinction? Cunt. Why are you such a cunt? cunt? Why are you so dumb? What is the IQ? When is this country going to get some sort of common sense? Stop with this Trumpy bullshit. What happened to this country? It's a man. The guy, the guy, the guy out and out goes around and won the election. You you sit there and you go, yeah, he won the election. I mean, what happened? What are we turning into? Germany? pre-World War II, looking for the Fuhrer. Yep. That's what we're looking for. The unvaccinated people are dying. The vaccinated people are not dying unless they had some pre-existing conditions. It's not a a magical cure. But it is protection. That's right. And I've had three of these vaccines already, and I'm fine and uh, stop already there's enough people who took it i'm reading this article about uh, a brothel a whorehouse in austria and they want people to take the vaccine so bad they're offering a voucher you get 30 minutes with a prostitute if wow. you show your vac- yeah for free if you show your vaccination card can you imagine they they got to bribe you to save your life it's pretty sad so fucked up. What is so dumb. I mean, and and there should be absolutely mandatory everything. Vaccination, vaccination. You want to work? You want to play in the football league? This guy, Aaron Rodgers, should have been dumped. I know. He's a great player. Who gives a fuck anyway? It's actually more fun to watch bad players. You well, we can't play you know, that um, way. Well.
1: The NFL doesn't need Aaron Rodgers. They no, just think they, they do. Yeah. It'll keep going.
0: Vaccines are actually pretty fucking good, mm. and I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking by saying I'm not going to take this thing. I'm afraid of needles, really. Of
1: idiot. There's a tennis player now who I don't. You don't watch or or follow tennis very much, but he's the number one tennis player in the world, and he is at a level of play that he's probably the greatest tennis player ever. Yeah. Who's but the Australian Open, which he's won nine times.
5: Yeah, who is the, the guy?
1: Tournament he's won the most of. He has twenty majors under his belt already, and there's two other guys, Federer and uh, Rafa Nadal, that also have twenty majors. Nobody else has ever accomplished that feat. He's at wow. twenty by playing the Australian Open. It's almost a lock that he'll get to twenty-one.
0: And, the, and guy. the
1: Australian government has said nobody's getting in here without a vaccine.
0: Wow. Oh, he's and not vaccinated. now they
1: don't know. He has never disclosed his status.
0: Right. He has
1: yes. said it's, he thinks it's a personal decision. No, it's not. And he's also had COVID.
0: Mm. Fuck him.
1: So he was Good. not bright enough to avoid getting it. And and now he won't tell anybody if he's vaccinated. But if he doesn't have, doesn't go to Australia, you'll pretty much know he's not vaccinated and not, he's not getting it. And he's risking his you know his legacy.
0: Fuck you. Why would they get vaccines for everything else, but this they won't? I mean, it's it, it, if you want vetting on it, the, most of the country has it. We're, we're, we're alive. We didn't get the, what magnetized. We didn't. You know, I don't have. Nobody's going to give him
1: something bad for him. They want him to stay at the top of his game. Well,
0: there you go. That's crazy. I don't watch football anymore, but Gary told me the Jets lost again. They're awful. Who the not help? That they the almost Jets?
1: had a chance to
12: win, and then and then they lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like that. That's about as exciting as it gets.
12: <laughs> Howard, they have a weird thing going on. Even so, they have this rookie <clears throat> quarterback, and he got hurt. Then they yeah. brought in this this other guy who had one of the greatest first days ever. And then he started to suck. So then they got this other guy who's been around the league for a while, Joe Flacco. And he's with the Jets for a while. You know, he's older. And they brought him back. And then I found out, which I didn't know and probably wouldn't have known if they didn't play him this week, that he's unvaccinated. Although he did tell the team and he's going through the other, you know, you can be unvaccinated, but you got to get tested every day and all that. But I was kind of surprised to find out he was unvaccinated. And he had a pretty decent game yesterday. They did almost win. He was pretty good yesterday.
0: Right. What a shitty team, though. I mean, overall, yes. so disappointing. You know, it is exciting when a New York team is good. Well, we got three teams in New York, technically, if you count Buffalo, right? Well, we don't. Nobody no, nobody, down
12: nobody counts Buffalo. Buffalo.
0: Nobody counts nobody Buffalo <laughs> as New York.
12: No. How come, how
0: come no. like, upstate New York isn't New York? Why, why Why? is that? It
12: is, but it's just a different New York.
0: Yeah, I know, but I know. I, <clears throat> I used to go. I went, I went up there a few times in my life. It was fucked up. It's like a different world. That might as well be like uh, like, like Florida or,
12: you know. Any place in the South.
0: Tennessee, yeah.
12: Howard, there's Weird. a great story. There's a great story. I can't remember the football player's name, but he got drafted to Buffalo. He was like from the Midwest or the South or something. So he's like, this is awesome. I'm going to New York. I'll be out every night. It's going to be great. He didn't realize how far Buffalo was away from that. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that I get. <laughs> yeah, that is right. a short drive. They're like, hey, I'm going to New York.
0: Cool. No, that ain't, that ain't anything like New York, but I just remember the police up in that area. Boy, they gave me the fucking Andy Griffith railroad treatment. My God. I'm up there with my buddies. My buddy was speeding. They pulled us over. They fleeced us. They took all our money. We had no money left. <laughs> they brought it. They go, we're taking you to the judge. They took us to some fucking hillbilly's house. It had us empty our pockets. I, I, I was left on the side of the road. My buddy had empty his pockets. They took his license. They took all his money. It was crazy. We panhandled our way home. I was out of, out of Howard Johnson's panhandling. I had no money. It was crazy. And those guys, they were like, you give us your, you New Yorkers come up, you New Yorkers. I'm like, this guy's from New York. He's Calling me a New Yorker? Where did you he New
7: Yorkers?
0: Yeah. I don't know, but they were like, "You New Yorkers come up here. You use on roads. You're going to the judge." The guy, the the the, the cops leave me and Doctor Lou by the car. They say to you, they they tell they tell us to empty our pockets and give my our money to our friends. What pockets? I had ten dollars on them. Those guys came back two hours later, shook. We would take it to the judge's house. I go, they, like, with the row? He goes, no, they took us into a garage. And the judge says, well, how much money you boys got? He takes all their money, every dime. They even said, we have no money for gas. We, he, I don't give a shit. I mean, it was shady. It was some shady, like, deliverance shit. I was like, uh-oh. Andy and Mayberry time. Where's Barney, and uh, when our friends came back, they were shook up. Uh, I said, "Well, we got to get money for gas." We went to the Howard Johnsons, and we we said to people, "Would you please give us some money for gas?" <laughs> they did. We got about <laughs> we raised about twenty five dollars. We we were fucked. And why you know, was it's I in a Buffalo? Terrible situation to be in, you don't
1: know how you're going to get out of
0: it. We drove from Boston to Buffalo because I knew a girl in Buffalo. She wasn't even a girlfriend. I knew a girl from summer camp who I think went to Buffalo. I didn't even know where she. How we were gonna find? That was enough for us. We couldn't get laid in Boston, so we ran up to Bo- to Buffalo. We're gonna get laid suddenly somewhere well, else. No, I gonna... don't
1: feel so bad for you. That was
0: stupid. Oh, we're so <laughs> stupid. Such assholes. We're going to Buffalo because maybe in Buffalo the girls are blind. <laughs> Not one girl in Boston wants to fuck me, but I'm going to go to Buffalo and they're going to want me. You got to just find one. You got to just find one. Man, those guys—they—they they really had no heart. They were mean. And the well, the you're guy rich was,
1: if you're from New York, right?
0: Yeah. Well, the guy who was driving was tweaked out of his mind. He loves speed. Oh no! And he took it. Yeah. He was crazy. He would he would pull on his hair, and clump of hair would come out. Like oh my like, God. yeah. <laughs> but I had some kind of theory of that. Like I was going to go to Buffalo and meet women. All the way from Boston, would drive. It must have yeah, been like how a, long a drive eleven. Was that either between nine or eleven hours? Something crazy. <laughs> we had a whole map of where we might be able to find a girl. Canada was next. You're gonna cross state line, country lines. Oh my god! I figured in Buffalo, in Boston, I was a three. In Buffalo, I might be a seven. So <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like a treasure map. Aye, ay! Let's go find us a virgin. You're as bad as you know the Eddie Murphy
1: character in coming to America. I'll find my wife in Queens. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> surely there is a and the girl I knew up in Buffalo, I mean, I hadn't been in touch with for years, I barely knew her, I didn't know what I heard she Did went you to Buffalo
1: contact her before this no uh, I, there was no way to there was no way to
0: contact her. I didn't know her I had a name
1: so you were just gonna go roaming around and find her,
0: yeah, yeah, there was no plan <laughs> was stupid just. Stupid kids doing dumb shit. And man, oh man, boy, did we sober up when this fucking uh, oh, yeah. cop pulled us over. We All our dreams went right out the window. And you hightailed it back to Boston, didn't you? The, oh, yes, we you did. You never
1: found the girl. You never got no. there anywhere.
0: <laughs> went back to Boston, put myself in the room. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with these women in Boston. They didn't seem attracted to me. How could you not be attracted to me? <laughs> I know. Buffalo. We could, we could convince some girls over there. <laughs> it was my plan. I thought Buffalo would be the answer.
1: <laughs> and you got other people to go along with you. That's the craziest part.
0: I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> but we all went. We all decided we were going to go for a drive. And boy, was that dumb. Like road trip, you know, fun, 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 fun until you're about two hours in. And then we hit Buffalo and the cops pulled us over. That was <laughs> the end of party. Just crazy. Crazy stuff. Um,
1: you'll do. You even knew the guy was tweaked out of his mind. You got in the car anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. I was watching... Um, there was some documentary. I want to say it was on Netflix. but maybe it, Oh, maybe it was on YouTube. Tom Petty, the making of the uh, album... Wildflowers. Remember when Tom Petty made a solo album? I wasn't Mm -hmm. a big Tom Petty guy, but yeah, it was unexpected, supposedly. It's called Somewhere You Feel Free. It's available free on YouTube. It's a very, very, it was very interesting. You know I love that shit. In fact, Kid Chris wrote me a note. He says, you got to check out this thing on, uh, where the hell was this thing? It's a half-hour show on the making of Hurt, Trent Reznor, from Nine Inch Nails. They interview him about just the song Hurt. Uh You know, I hurt myself today to see if I could feel... That song is so haunting. And it's a real good special, but... Although Trent Reznor was being a little bit standoffish. They go, well, what's the song about? I don't want to talk about it. I don't like where the author tells you what it's about and what was going on. And I'm like, well, you know, dude, you're doing a half-hour special. Ugh, you got to give us something.
1: Maybe it would have been longer
0: if he had if he would talk. <laughs> yeah, but he was talking about even this weird noise. He wanted it to sound all trippy, and he was talking about how he got the sound effect. And, uh... I forget what it is, but he goes into real detail with, uh, you know, how he recorded it. It's pretty interesting. I love okay. that guy. They
1: died of an accidental overdose. Who did Tom Petty? Did yeah. he?
0: Was he a drug That's guy? what
1: I'm reading here. In Tom Rome.
0: Petty, accident, accidentally overdosed on several pain medications. That'll yeah. do it. Uh, a
1: I'm lot of these... to Treat a fractured hip
0: and uh, other issues. You know, that's not that unusual. A lot of these rock and roll guys from jumping around on stage, although I never saw Tom Petty jumping around. He was one of those guys, like, you know, stood there like a statue, right? I don't remember As far as I know,
1: I only saw his
0: videos. I never saw him live. But a lot of these guys are in, like, Prince used to jump from his amp onto the ground in high heels because he was so uptight about being short. He wore high heels. Yeah, that was not a good idea. No. So he hurt his. He was always in pain, like a football player, and uh, he took pain meds. And then uh, Tom Petty, I didn't know he was in pain, but those pain meds will fuck you up. I don't know. That's um. So he didn't die from cigarettes. Well, maybe he was smart to smoke. You know, <laughs> <laughs> didn't do him in. You know, he wasn't you gonna like- have to suffer those consequences. Like, I remember when Sam Kinnison died, I was like, he was smart to smoke because he died young and, you know, why not? If He's I, was
1: smart to do everything he did. He did everything.
0: He did everything. <laughs> you know what? It's kind of weird though. Um, you don't know how long you're going to live. That's the problem. Like, I love smoking cigarettes, but I wanted to live a long life. So I stopped. But if I, if I had a guarantee that I would have died young, then, um, I would been like, have been like, it? I was, I was, <laughs> no, which I haven't, but I would have been like, you schmuck. You should have smoked those cigarettes. I was so addicted to cigarettes. Oh my God. What a dumb habit. But thank God I quit. Yeah, once you give it
1: up, you see how stupid it is.
0: It's the stupidest thing ever. You can't even believe that the tobacco industry makes that much money. And And there's a lot of kids smoking now today. I see. They think it's cool.
1: I don't understand why in every movie people are still smoking. That's right. That's the only place you see people smoking. Yeah. And they never have to go outside. They can smoke anywhere in the movie.
0: Well, I tell you, it's going to drive you crazy. Tom Petty was lighting up every fucking minute. There's one point he's working on uh, a song. He's got his guitar. He's, he's playing. He's standing up. And he's working with another musician. And he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Okay? The cigarette is burning. Mm-hmm. And the smoke's getting in his eye. And he's like, he's doing this. You know, he's like, he he can't even, he can't even play his guitar because he's, he's, you know, finally, he fucking takes a drag on the thing and puts it down and then gets down to business. I'm like, take the cigarette out of your mouth. Take it out of your mouth, man. But, uh, yeah. Oh, it drives me crazy. All right. Thank you. And just smoke another joint. But, uh. It's a pretty good special watching them work. I want to thank uh, Blackened American Whiskey, a collaboration from legendary distiller Dave Pickerel and Metallica. How do you like that? Those two guys hooking up. Blackened. This is whiskey remastered. I love it. That must be some whiskey. Imagine it has Metallica music in the whiskey. That's crazy.
1: We ought to do... You know, Gary, I think, has had... Blackened and uh, is a connoisseur
0: of whiskey. Uh, yes, yeah. is that I, I don't know anything about alcohol either. Is scotch the same as whiskey? Because, see, I know he's into I think scotch, if it's no. made
1: in Scotland. It's scotch, <laughs>
0: it's got to be made, made in Scotland.
1: Be. Whiskey, right? It's got to exactly. be
0: made in Scotland in order to be scotch, right? Correct, correct. Okay, so what's whiskey, American? Yes, but is it the same thing or is it different?
12: I mean, it, it, a lot of the scotch comes from the uh, the, the stuff from Scotland. Do you know what I mean? The, uh, um, it's not exactly say, the same. So whiskey's whiskey. Huh. Say you don't know, because you're sounding like you don't know. I'm not going to step into any more stupidity,
0: so I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, yeah, you don't sound <laughs> like I don't you know? know. an
1: ingredient I, in scotch? You know, like beer, it's
12: <clears throat> hops. What no, is but he'll
0: never, he'll, ne- he'll never say he doesn't know. I say is whiskey different than scotch? He won't say he knows. It he, is he, different I that I know... know.
12: I know whiskey right. is different than scotch. I don't know exactly why, but I do know they're different.
0: Okay, here I got the I got the authority. Scotch okay. is a whiskey. Scotch is a whiskey. Okay. Yes. So it is the same thing.
12: Well, no, because whiskey is not a scotch. <laughs> so I'm saying no whiskey is not
0: a scotch. But if scotch is a whiskey, then the whiskey
12: is the same thing as scotch. But you can't call a whiskey a scotch. Oh, because it's not from Scotland. Right. That's, okay. that, that, that's the one thing I do know.
1: You know, uh, uh, this is the <laughs> distinction that they have in in wine, too. Any champagne should come from the region champagne. Oh. But if it's made in California, it's sparkling wine. But it's all from grapes. That's what I'm saying. Well, what is it that is making whiskey?
0: So here's what I'm gathering. Scotch is scotch because it's from Scotland. Whiz- scotch is a whiskey. Whiskey though is a little bit different because it isn't made in Scotland, and maybe they switch. I don't know, but all I know <laughs> is get blackened American whiskey. Who cares if Metallica makes it, it's good. That's it. It is scotch good. is yeah, and scotch is a whiskey, but not all whiskey is scotch. There you go. <laughs> yes, Shannon. What's up? Hi. Nice
8: to talk to you, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I've since you were on TV with a Kilbasa queen, so my mom ah. used to get so pissed at me when I would watch you. <laughs> but I'm so glad to talk to you. And good morning, Robin. Good morning. Um, I'm calling from Buffalo, and I heard you railing on Buffalo a little earlier, so I wanted to just
0: no, call in actually, and let you know. I've that... never, I'm not railing on Buffalo, I've never been to Buffalo. My one experience in Buffalo was getting pulled over by the cops, and it was a whole different fucking story. I mean, it was wild. Yeah. Those guys just had their yeah. way with me, you know? Yeah. They just... And they just...
8: It's, uh, that's a big road trip, too, by the way. Boston yep.
0: to, to Buffalo
8: or Manhattan to Buffalo. It's not really a road trip. But um, I, I agree with you. I'm from Buffalo. Um, you know, I was born and raised here in upstate New York and western New York. It's, it's definitely uh, got its advantages. There's some nice places. But for the most part, um, you know, here to Manhattan, it's a completely different world, even though it's the same state. And you do have to explain Mm -hmm. where you're from. Like, if you say you're from New York, if I go somewhere else and they say, where are you from? And I say I'm from New York, they automatically assume you're from Manhattan. So you have to explain that you're not and and then explain the big differences between the two because it is a very big difference.
0: Yeah, people don't realize how big New York is. New York State is huge. And it is beautiful. New York State is beautiful. I mean, you go upstate Mm -hmm. during this time of the year and the leaves changing. It's really beautiful. Um, yep, hey, I'm Shannon, let right me ask now. you something. My whole plan about going to Buffalo was I wasn't getting late in Boston, so I was going. Would you have banged me, you think? Um, <laughs> you know, you've seen me. I think, you... I mean,
8: I think you would have had a better shot here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, sure. my plan wasn't crazy, Robin. <laughs> it wasn't such a bad plan. It wasn't plan. crazy.
8: She... Wait, you know, Robin. See, Robin, because I, I heard what Robin said too, it's not an entirely. It wasn't. A, it wasn't that it wasn't a thought out plan.
11: Like it was actually a good plan. It just it was as as a it was an instinct.
4: To hit, hit the road. It
11: yeah. was like you know it what?
0: Maybe
4: instinct, it's but-
0: maybe all of Boston just isn't big enough. There's not enough selection of women. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> I need to go. That's like I say to people on these uh, dating apps. I go, yeah, let me ask you something. And these are people who work and they're out in the world. I go, all the people you see all day. You meet people all day. You can't if if you're so bad looking or whatever your personality is so bad that you haven't met anybody ever in all your comings and goings. You think you're going to get on the app and have better luck? I don't
8: and, know. Uh, I've never been on the, the dating apps, thankfully.
0: But you say you might have had sex with me, so my plan wasn't nuts. You see, a lot of these women in Buffalo might have might have thought I was uh, handsome. Might have
8: looked kindly
1: on you.
0: Yeah, they might have taken pity on me and taken me in. <laughs> that was my plan. I was going to go to Buffalo and suddenly be a nine. Pity. Yeah. Anyway, thank you.
4: I
9: wouldn't.
0: Boy, oh, boy. Oh, my God. Women. <laughs> thank God I got famous. That's all I'm going to say. It was a tough go.
1: But you had to go off your beaten path to find a woman.
0: You're not kidding. I would go... I. I'd go on the beaten path and off the beaten path. <laughs> Any path I could find. I wanted women. I was girl crazy. You know, you know I wanted a woman. Jeez. I remember I first got, there was a girl I used to write letters. Back in the day, we would write letters. You didn't have email. You didn't have anything. And there was a girl I went to summer camp with. Her name was Lynn. Beautiful redhead. Oh, God. I mean, stunning. And she was my friend. And we would write each other back and forth. And it got a little bit, uh, I wouldn't say it was romantic, but in my mind it was. Because she would write me back. I'd get a letter from her. She'd tell me about her horse. She would tell me about this or something. She lived in Queens. But back then, I didn't have any way to get to Queens. But then I got my license. And the first thing I said to my friends, I'm driving over to this girl's house. I'm going to knock on the door and say hi. So I got a bunch of my bros in the car. And we drive to Queens. And I don't know where I'm driving. But I find <laughs> her house. I found it. Oh, you did? I did. I had her address from we rode each other. And we hadn't seen each other. Now, we hadn't seen each other since we were like 13. Uh. Where she stopped coming summer camp. And a lot happened to my face between 13 and <laughs> 18. At thirteen I was sorta of cute. In a weird way. If you see some pictures of me at thirteen, my nose was a lot smaller and uh I didn't have the gangly look or the Adam's apple and stuff. So you know when we were riding each other for four years, she was imagining thirteen year old me. You know And there were no pictures exchanged. No, back then you didn't have, who even had a picture? No one took a picture of me. <laughs> Don't no to take a picture of me? you were going to take a picture? I mean, who even had a camera?
4: Well, we used to
1: get those, you know, you get your high school photo or whatever, yeah, your well, class photo. And you'd have I that,
11: didn't go.
0: You know,
1: you'd know, have a few of those little ones and you'd send I them didn't to people.
0: I, I wouldn't be sending that to this girl. You should have seen <laughs> my high school picture. Well, I got so excited when I got my license. And I drove to Queens, which was a big drive. You had to get on the parkway. Don't ask. But I did it. Got my father's car, and I drove to this girl's house. And I'll never forget, I went up there, I knock on the door, no answer. Knock on the door, oh, door opens. Who is it? This girl Lynn. I'll never forget it. She opened the door. She looked at me. I, no, not, not right away. She just looked at me. She goes, yes, can I help you? I go, it's me. It's Howie Stern. I was a Howie. Back then. Howie Stern. She looked at me. She goes. "Uh, I don't know you. And she shut the door. I don't know you. Yeah. And that was it. She Never communicated again with me. She took one look at me. That was it. And I remember in her letter. She was like a cheerleader and everything. I mean she wasn't going to have anything to do with me. What did she look like? Was she gorgeous? Oh gorgeous. Yeah. Way out of my league. Come on. Way out. (laughs) <laughs> but there was another girl I did the same thing with. She opened the door. She goes, I'm a lesbian now. Uh, you have to leave. <laughs> I said, When did you become a lesbian? About five minutes ago.
1: <laughs> Just before I opened the door.
0: That's right. So when I came up with a plan, I'm going to leave Boston because I, I had exhausted all possibilities. <laughs> I had already, uh, you know, tried with everyone. I figured Buffalo's a whole big area where I could really—that's unexplored territory. Hmm. Here's Mildred from Buffalo. She says she would fuck me. Yes, Mildred. Hi.
4: Hi, Hi Mildred. If you, if you drive up here, I'll fuck you right now. I don't care.
0: All right. See, I told you they're looser. At the car. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very loose. I can fit a dozen buffalo wings up my gun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. Thank you, honey. I look like... All right. All right. I know what she looks like. I've seen her. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, let me take a short break here, Rob, and we have a lot to get to. I was going to actually clean up the computer today. What that is is um, there's a bunch of the guys have stuff that I, for some reason, have not gotten to. And they will get to it. So.
1: I always like those segments. That's fun.
9: Uh
11: Uh
0: Uh Uh And uh, and she should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Alanis Morissette. Maybe she is. I don't know. Uh, That album alone. That was a good album. I think there are people who are led into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who have done a lot less. They, they don't have a good album. Isn't it ironic? I heard people bust her balls. They said that it's not true irony, what she said. She goes, like it's like getting a free ride when you've already paid and that's not irony. I go, okay, shut the fuck up. Just listen to this song. Don't analyze so much. It's not irony. But it's like rain, wedding day. See, that's not irony. No. But for what? <laughs> I'm like, it's who not cares? cares? You write the right ironic song. Right. <laughs> what is irony, anyway? I don't even know. I know it when I see it. Yeah. I know irony when I hear it.
5: <laughs> uh,
0: she gets her ball. She still, to this day, gets made fun of from misusing the word ironic. She said, at the at the same time, it is ironic that a song called Ironic isn't filled with irony. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting confused. <laughs> uh, but this record sold more than 10 million copies uh, when it first came out. And it sold 20, another 20 million since it came out. Isn't that something? Yeah.
7: Because it's a great album. No smile.
0: And more than twelve. This is a good lesson for the kids out there. A dozen record labels rejected the jagged little pill demos, but the guy who—it's funny. Guy, the guy who heard this was Guy O'Siri. He was twenty-three years old. He heard "You Ought to Know," hand in pocket, and perfect. And he signed her on the spot. See? Isn't it ironic that his name was Guy? And he's a guy. Isn't it ironic? Yeah, I'm not even sure that's ironic. (laughs) Now, here's something else that's weird about Alanis Morissette. There's a great documentary on Alanis on HBO Max, but she has disavowed it. She participated in it, and she hates the documentary, and I don't even know why. Anybody got any facts on that? Do you know that they keep replacing... Alanis Morissette with younger Alanis Morissette. It's
1: different Alanis Morissette. That's
0: right.
10: (laughs) (laughs) She's the third one already. (laughs) She's saying that the uh, filmmaker betrayed her trust and it was not the story she agreed to tell. I get that. You know what? That's why I, you know what? Sometimes
1: it doesn't turn out the way you want it because it has a different slant than you imagined.
0: You mean to tell me that Alanis Morissette agreed to do a documentary and she didn't
10: have full approval over it? The quote I'm seeing here is, I was lulled into a false sense of security and their salacious agenda became apparent immediately upon seeing the first cut of the film. This is when I knew our version, our visions were in fact diverged. This is not the story I agreed to tell.
0: I got to tell you, you know, I got to.
10: A vast archive of
0: material, as you guys know, you guys hear, we 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 play it all the time. That's how we have these channels, all our shows and everything. And I must get contacted, Robin, by about maybe 25 documentary makers, you know, various types. Good guys, I mean, you know, and women who make documentaries. And they're always like, Howard, we want to do a documentary about you, documentary. I go, "Ah, you know, I already did a movie about myself. No, 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 we want to do a documentary. Like, even like when you ran for governor, like those years and, you know, how we videoed everything when I ran for governor was crazy shit. We have crazy fucking tape of that. And I go, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I go, but I need full approval. And they go, what do you mean? We're fans. I go, I don't trust you. I don't know you. Yeah, but go watch (laughs) my documentary (laughs) on. Yeah, but look, we did a documentary on this one and that one, you know, rock stars, blah, blah, blah. I go, I don't know you. How do I know you're going to interpret my history the way I see it? And I'm not interested in your interpretation of my history. Fuck you. I'm not going to give you access to me and then have you fuck, fuck me you. over. That's why I can't believe Alanis that would give somebody some kind of final approval over her life. And I got to tell you, that's When you make
1: a documentary be- with somebody, I mean, if you're making the documentary, it's your point of view. But if somebody else is making the documentary, it's
0: their point of view. Yeah. I mean, I only wish I could say, hey, you know what? I trust you. Go off and make a documentary. I hope it's good. I got a feeling it's (laughs) going to be good. good. Because because I have (laughs) never yet. Yeah. Throughout my entire career, I have yet to experience a project that I didn't have to be completely involved in. Like private parts. The movie. If you think that movie's good, let me tell you something. That was no small feat. After I wrote the book, there were 27 or 23, I forget how many, scripts written off that book that were all wrong. If you would have seen the movie, you would have thrown up. It was so bad, including two I wrote personally. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you threw them away too
0: threw them away, I wrote them, I handed it into the movie studio they go, oh, we're going to make this they didn't care, they would make any movie they just wanted to make the movie <laughs> they didn't want to spend any more money on scripts because you got to hire writers and all that shit Yeah. I said, let me write it I wrote it, it was shit I knew it was shit, I couldn't get it right it was more about me and my father my, the, that relationship, it got all too maudlin I wasn't hitting the mark this guy Lenny Bloom Along with Ivan Reitman, they did that script and they got it right. And when I read it, I went, ah, now I'm ready to make a movie. And boy, was I glad I had full creative control. Nobody could pull, nobody could watch, nobody could make that movie without me. And it paid off. Four years to write that script to get it right. You can't give control to anybody. You're fucked. Here's Alanis' quote. Quote, I sit here now experiencing the full impact of having trusted someone, trusted someone who did not warrant being trusted. Now I got to watch this thing. (laughs) Not unlike many stories and unauthorized biographies out there over the years, this one includes implications and facts that are simply not true. What the hell could that be? While there is beauty and some elements of accuracy in this, my story, to be sure, I ultimately won't be supporting someone else's reductive take on the story. It's much too nuanced for them to ever grasp or tell. Of course. Uh, The guys are saying one thing they talk about that might bug her is how all her male band members fucked a lot of her groupies. (laughs) Well. What? Yeah. Well, she might not want that in there. But I don't know. Any, has anybody, oh, this guy saw it. Chris from California. You saw it. I, I don't even know where it's on. Where, where, what's that on, Chris?
2: Hey, Howard. It's on HBO Max. It just came out, and um, she talks about that, how everyone gave her a bad time about that ironic, and she realized it's not irony. And did you know Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters was her
10: drummer during that tour?
0: Absolutely. I do know that he, uh, he worked yeah. with Alanis Marsett and when he left to, to go to Dave Grohl for Foo Fighters, uh, she was pretty pissed. Yeah.
10: But watch it, Howard. It's on HBO Max.
0: Okay. I'll check it out. But what, what doesn't right, she like? It, I mean, okay. Well, maybe he doesn't what? know.
10: I'm wondering what's so bad that she didn't like. Howard, in the movie, she talks about uh, sexual encounters when she was 15 years old. She classifies Uh, as statutory rape, but she doesn't get into the details of it, and uh, that seems to have caused some conflict. I see. Hmm. Hit him
0: with
9: the
10: hind! John knows.
0: Wolfie saw it. He says it's great. Where are you, Wolfie? What he's got to say. I like Wolfie. Got a good vibe about him, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Hey, Wolfie,
13: what up? Hey, uh, you saw it? So, yeah, it's awesome. So Taylor Hawkins is featured heavily in the doc, and he talks about they had a separate room backstage to bang chicks. (sighs) So they just had a cycle. Every every city they went to, they were just banging more chicks. Uh, he said it was the most debaucherous tour he's ever been on. Wow.
0: <laughs> the Atlantis Mars, that tour. That's fun. Nobody yeah. would have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would just figured like people having cookies and milk and going to bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> uh, do you think she was yeah, upset was- by that? That, that Taylor said that? I mean, he's just being honest. Definitely. Know- she,
13: she talks about it too. So she said that she mm-hmm. kind of hit a point where she could fire all of these guys. But then she would just have to rehire new men that would do the exact same thing. So she just stuck with the
0: guys that she had. <laughs> Maybe she should hire the Go-Go's, get an all-girl band. I yeah, they, they talk you.
13: about that, too. What, why, why didn't she have an all-girl band in the 90s? And she said, you know, looking back on it, it's probably something that she could have done. But uh, I think she was just presented with, with male musicians at the time when, when she auditioned everyone.
0: I'll tell you what, it's a good thing Taylor got that all out of his system because I don't think Dave Grohl would put up with that bullshit in the Foo Fighters. You know, Dave's like one of those uh, uh, guys like Nirvana. They they rejected all the rock and roll debauchery with women and they wouldn't even make videos with hot chicks. Everything changed when that whole grunge thing happened and Nirvana came along. They were like, hey, we don't like all the hot chick videos. We're not going to sit there and fuck our groupies, you know. They they didn't put up. I bet, I'll bet i bet you when Taylor joined Foo Fighters, Dave read him the riot act and said, you can't fuck the uh, fans. Well, we got to
1: yeah, ask I mean, Taylor next time yeah. I see him.
0: Taylor makes that.
1: that
13: point. You know, he, he's been on tour with a lot of different rock groups and nothing was as crazy as, as
0: touring with Alanis It's <laughs> <His Atlantis worst, laughs> that? It's out of control. <laughs> Alanis yeah. is probably like, I'm tired. I'm supposed to be the out of control one. <laughs> you know I'm what I mean? I'm the star. I'm a star. I should be fucking. No, these guys are fucking.
13: <laughs> they, they had, they had this one, this one clip where it's just all the dudes in the band and they go out like before this, the show even starts. Like you can tell it's, it's clearly daylight and they're out there just like giving the girls their numbers and like, like lining stuff up for the bang room. They had backstage.
0: Nice. Good Lord. Rock and roll. Women love rock stars. It's unbelievable. That's why it doesn't make sense that I didn't learn how to play guitar. I should have. I mean, that that would have been a no, way you to You just drove. You drove from miles I drove to Buffalo. and miles and miles. I drove from Boston to Buffalo <laughs> and got and almost got arrested. Uh... And what's so weird about that is every one of those songs in that album is about how scummy men are. And yet, the guys in the band—it's just crazy. That's so great. That's irony. <laughs> yeah, isn't it ironic? Yeah, isn't it ironic that I'm writing about how scummy guys are? My band's fucking everything that walks. <laughs> That's irony, I think. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch that special. Sorry, Alanis. I'm sorry it didn't work out, but I think I got to see this. I'm gonna watch. She it. says, she
13: says that. Uh, so they toured for 18 months, and then they uh, they finished it. Their final show was in Hawaii. And um, right after that point, Taylor called her and said that he's leaving her to go join Dave Grohl. And she says she just burst into tears. It was like it was like uh-huh. losing a friend.
0: Well, you know, Taylor is like practically a brother to Dave Grohl. Those two guys. You know what it is, too? Taylor looks kind of cool. And he looks like a cool guy to hang out with. He's got the long blonde hair. He looks like a, um like a surfer dude let's like get serious
1: taylor is gorgeous
0: yeah there you go i even think it <laughs> and i'm straight and uh That's i think not dave i think dave has a man gorgeous. crush. i think dave has like dave likes how he looks with taylor and they're like cool <laughs> guys together and he likes showing up with taylor. you know what it's like steven tyler always loves hanging with joe perry because joe dresses cool you know the other guys in Aerosmith don't give two shits. Yeah, you, you know they're even not
1: recognize them on the street. That's a rock star.
0: Yeah, right. But but, but Joe, Joe always looks the part. Steven feels good when he's with Joe. Like they, he feels like he, you know they're they're like they look good together. They look like twins. Yeah, like almost like how a man and a woman go. You know, I look good with her. <laughs> you know, she enhances me.
1: Yeah, and this I think is a there's... good look
0: for an album cover. And I think Dave look wherever Dave goes Taylor Hawkins is there. I think Dave says, "You know what? He makes me look good. he makes me look like one of the cool guys." <laughs> he likes it. I'm telling you, that's my theory. Now Dave will probably tell me something else. But I feel like Dave Dave's arm candy is Taylor. <laughs> in a weird way. Not in a gay way, but like, you <laughs> know, but in a weird way. Like, you know what? I mean, I, you know, I always thought like hanging around with certain guys looked cool. So, yeah, like Ralphie boy. Ralph has that Ralph homeless man. What was your
1: idea of I'll
9: make myself look
0: cool by hanging out with Ralph? A wolf? Ra- Ralph was the best arm candy I could get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too successful with men either. It was either Ralph or Wayne Siegel? Oh my god! <laughs> That's how I roll. <laughs> But you know what I mean. Like, it'd be cool. But, um, yeah, Alanis Mara said, man, there's a there's a whole documentary on it. But she says it's not, you know, she doesn't really like it. Which probably means it's good. So, I'll have to check out. I watched that something
1: out. called The Last Robin Hood. No. Yeah. This uh, past weekend. And it's the, you know, it's the last days of Errol Flynn. Do you remember Errol Flynn.
0: Oh, you're talking hundred years ago. Uh,
1: yeah, he was Hollywood an actor. Actor who played Robin Hood, and he was always swashbuckling. He was a pirate. He was this. He was that. And he was always fighting with a sword in his movies. And I loved those movies when I was in um, when I was a little girl watching TV on a Sunday. Right. And in his final days, he was like 50 something, in his late 50s. He started dating a 15 year old girl. Oh Jesus! And lived with her.
0: Oh my God!
1: Married her, and then he had a heart attack and died.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. And uh, Errol yeah,
1: and then the whole story came out, and the mom, her, the fifteen-year-old who had been married, was taken away from the mother. She was considered an unfit mother because she would go on all these dates and cover for them, mm. so that he could be with her daughter. I was like, man, Errol wow. Flynn was
0: a mess. Yeah, that's an old school dude. I, there was, uh, I don't know much about him. I wasn't a big old Flynn guy. I, you know, I don't think I was too aware. What, I was busy, you know, I don't know what I was doing.
1: I love those movies. You know, he was yeah. always so funny. But man, you didn't want to be around him if you were a young girl, I guess.
0: Yeah. I just saw the new trailer for Spider Man No Way Home. Seemed like it had a lot going on in it. So, looked pretty good. I watched that thing on, uh, that that, uh, what the hell is it called? It was a, a brand new thing on uh, Disney Plus, a Marvel movie with some dude who has magic rings that he wears around his arms, and uh, yeah, it's a whole fucking mess. I of haven't guys. watched
1: it yet. I don't know what that mm. is. You it's don't know what it's called? Uh, is that the Immortals
0: Shang Chi? Shang Chi. Oh, that okay, I
1: it's okay.
0: It, it starts out good, and then it got really stupid. Like, I need some. I don't know. I don't like uh, superheroes who kind of aren't full out superheroes. They have vulnerabilities. I like guys who kick ass in front of girls and get the girl. You know, I need I need a little romance. Well, I I mean, mean, they
1: got to tell some other
0: story every once in a while, Howard. I need Batman
1: never gets a girl.
0: No, that's not true. You see, you you're not a real comic book fan. I'm not a comic
1: book fan. I'm a movie fan.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) even even still, even better. You got to. the basic story was always great. Lois Lane was hot. Superman was from another planet. And when she meets Superman, she's swooning. you got to do cool stuff in front of hot chicks in order to be Batman and Vicky Vale. Michael Keaton, first real good Batman ever. When uh, she sees Batman, and the, remember the Joker comes to our apartment. It's uh, Jack Nicholson. And he's he's going to throw acid in her face and turn her into a Joker girl. Right, And Michael Keaton gets beaten up and then Batman shows up to say, oh my God, that's the moment. That's the money shot.
1: The yeah, girl, but that doesn't last.
0: It doesn't and last there with Batman. Is no, and there's no better looking woman than uh, Kim Basinger. Basinger, now, isn't it? Basinger, Basinger. Oh my <laughs> God. I mean, what a beauty. And uh Jesus, when she see when she's, you know, she doesn't swoon over any douchebag, but she sees Batman. And she's fucking going nuts. She wants to fuck Batman so bad. She can't believe it. Like, finally, somebody to have a baby with, Batman. <laughs> you know, this guy's worthy of my vagina. Because she has no interest in dick or anything until she meets Batman. That's the moment. Lois Lane, too. Lois Lane, all work-oriented. You know, every minute, getting a scoop. Fuck Jimmy. Jimmy Olsen's just a douche. And then she meets Superman. A guy from another planet who's got powers. And he can fly her around in the sky. That's the moment. That's why I needed superpowers. Because I couldn't get anybody. I needed superpower. You know? This is but this the, is what every boy. The
1: Batman after that, no women.
0: That's why a lot of them didn't do well. You gotta, there's got to be a hot chick like the, <laughs> the Spider Man now, well. Spider Man's got Zendaya. She's amazing. I, you know, Spider Man should get Zendaya. He, he's got super. He beats people up. He can fucking. He can shoot webs. He can. He can but climb he a only wall. date
1: him as Peter Parker.
0: Yeah, but whatever he does, he gets. A, you know, you need a hot chick. Iron Man has Gwyneth Paltrow, Maron. Who wouldn't want her? Who wouldn't would I want to fuck Gwyneth Paltrow?
1: And he's always busy. You hardly ever see Gwyneth.
0: Oh, that's the that's the move. <laughs> these guys could have anybody. <laughs> you know, you got to find someone. And these women, then they turn, they forget about their careers. they they're totally ruined. All of a sudden, like, they, they can't function. That's it. That's what you want out of a superhero movie. This Shang-Chi I saw, nobody's get worked up over this guy. He's got a, a, a little chubby friend. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got like a sidekick. You know what I mean? A young lady mm-hmm. who is a sidekick. Any you know, it's just silly. Do no, you like it,
1: Wonder Woman? Because she's in love with
0: that pilot? No, no. It's different. No? I don't need to see women getting guys. Women can get guys anyway. They don't need superpowers. <laughs> it's a big waste of time. You know what your superpower is? You got a vagina. <laughs> and I want it. <laughs> That's your superpower. You don't need superpowers. Guys need superpowers. Wonder Woman. I'm like, I don't... I can't get a regular woman. How am I going to get Wonder <laughs> Woman? She's not going to fall in love with me. It, it's a, it doesn't appeal to young men. Young men buy comic books. Young men are douchebags. Women don't buy comic books. They're not into that nonsense. When's the last time you saw a woman who's sitting there like, like me reading comic books? <laughs> they got too much sense. It's a guy fantasy. It's for for nerds like me. You know, I'm going to get superpowers and everyone's going to find me desirable. Even my father. Imagine Superman's father loved him so much. He put him in a rocket ship and sent him to Earth. My father wouldn't have done that.
1: Oh, you would have turned that into my father sent me away because he didn't like me.
0: No, (laughs) my father would have jumped in the rocket ship and left me on Krypton. (laughs) I'm going to start a new life. That's so silly. Wonder, women with superpowers. <laughs> Wonder Woman was not a great thing. Like, I didn't read Wonder Woman. You know. I didn't Well, read somebody must
1: have because she's been around. around for a long time.
0: I bet you it's one of their worst selling um, uh, comic book uh, things. Yeah, I don't know. guarantee it. It's got to be.
1: I do know that they've made TV shows and movies about her.
0: Yeah, they do. Because they find a really hot chick to run around in her panties. Which is so great.
1: <laughs> Run around in her
0: panties. <laughs> <laughs> She's running around in her panties with her, with her truth lasso. Hey, Wonder Woman, put your truth lasso around me. I'll tell you the truth. I want to fuck you. There's your truth. Nobody ever says that. <laughs> no, no. This gorgeous girl in her panties with the giant tits. <laughs> and and she circles him up with a lasso and she goes, tell me the truth. And not one of them says, I want to fuck you so hard. Panties. <laughs> Ponties. Ponties. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Comic books are for guys who drive all the way to Buffalo from Boston <laughs> to get laid. That's who comic books are for. I <laughs> pretend to be Superman. I told you I watch uh, Navy SEALs. So I, I pretend I'm a Navy SEAL. Like I'd be manly <laughs> enough to be a Navy SEAL. Yeah. yeah, I'm 6'5 and I weigh 190 pounds. The Navy SEALs (laughs) will take me and throw me right through a window. (laughs) Yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah. I don't know. You want to do a couple of... What time is it? Okay, I could do a few of these packages, I guess. Hey, by the way, I should mention they... um, I do have a phony phone call, too, at uh, the Jack and Rod series. This is oh, where yeah? Sal and Richard pretend to have a radio show and they get a guest and then they go find them. They got a, uh, I'll play this first and then we'll get to some packages. We'll clean out the computer with J.D. Yeah, JD's who were Jack and
1: Rod interviewing?
0: Jack and Rod interview a guy Ooh. who is a therapist who is good in uh, conflict resolution. When people have a problem like married couples or, oh. or uh, people who work together, he's a conflict guy. And so uh, they bring in... Um, Who has a bigger conflict than George Takei and William Shatner from Star Trek? No one. And, of course, uh, our guys make it impossible for him to work. (laughs) He's very upset. He gets so upset. Here here you go. A little uh, phony phone call action. George Takei and William Shatner having an argument. With a with the with a with an expert who's going to help them resolve their conflict. Right. Welcome
2: to Mending Fences, a very special Jack and Rod show. And let's welcome today's guest therapist. Thank you for having me on.
0: Well, you're going to help two Star Trek legends end one of the longest-running feuds in Hollywood. So please welcome George Takei and William Shatner.
6: Hello, boys. Hi, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Except for the uh, George part.
2: <laughs> Shut
6: your yap, Bill.
2: Hi, Mr. Takai. Hi, Mr. Shatner.
6: Actually, it's pronounced K.
2: First off, I have to say, even though I wasn't a Star Trek fan, I'm in, This is such a thrill. I really hope I can help here.
6: Well, Mr. Therapist, uh, you can start by telling Bill to stop gloating about going to space. He boldly went where many others have gone before.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh, what a jealous little Georgie. America only cares when the star of the show goes to space. You, uh, you were just a glorified extra. Sorry. <laughs> Guys, let's get each of you to say one positive thing about the other. You start, George. <clears throat> uh, well... I must admit, Bill does have one of the best looking toupees I've ever seen. It barely looks like a dead squirrel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, go blow a cling on, Georgie. Guys, guys, come on, let's uh Let's try to do this without the insults, George.
6: You know, Bill ignored me on set. And can you believe okay. that Bill even changed the yeah. Star Trek 5 okay. script Sorry. so that Hikaru Sulu would not receive a command on the Starship? George, Bill... That's total bullshit, George, and you know this, it. This, this has to stop you. If I wanted to fuck you, I would have... Cut you from the film? Jack of time? and Rod, you have to turn their mics Who down. Who that's your bullshit, huh? <laughs> Eat a dick, Bill. Oh. Oh, you'd love that, wouldn't you? Guys, stop Especially arguing. if it was yours. Not true. This is not, guys, stop arguing. This is not productive. You've always secretly had a crush on me. I need to make a point. Here. I'd rather fuck a Ferengi.
2: Guys, this is really infantile behavior for a couple of guys your age. All right, we're going to try this one more time. Let's have one person say something positive about the other You start first, Mr. Shatner.
6: I'm glad for you, George, that your Broadway musical, Allegiance, was
2: a success. Fantastic.
6: Now we're moving in the right direction. Well, uh, thank you, Bill. uh, That's actually very sweet of you. If you consider being on Broadway for less than six months... A success.
2: All right. <laughs> you, a <laughs> <an laughs> asshole. How are you guys? Brad. Did you Brad, hear what I said? Get me out of You're here. You're not listening. Jack, Rod, are you still there? I can't
6: be in this studio for one more second with this
2: squirrel head. Uh, this, 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 Jack and Rod, this is completely beyond any repair. There's nothing I can do And
6: by the right. way, George, I never got an invite to your guys. wedding. <gasps> Bullshit. Guys,
2: guys, please. Bullshit. Stop here. Stop, stop. I, all right. This is a waste of my time. The best thing you can do stay separated from each other. You don't even take care families, of your body, Bill. And
6: you're so fat and lazy. Look at you, you're like oh, a, a radio marshmallow. Show. And you, you're obsessed I, with the I, fact I have, that I, I was better than, than you on Star Trek. This is your entire life. Move on, old man. This is insane.
2: Fuck you, Bill. I wish you guys the best. Happy holidays.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no resolution there. How fun, though, to hear that argument.
2: It's very difficult to
0: resolve these issues.
1: Obviously, I wonder what he says in the book. It's very difficult to resolve these issues.
0: Yeah, he he finally met two people he cannot help. <laughs> <laughs> Say something positive. Yeah, not every. Uh, but by the way, they arrested. I mean, not arrested. What the fuck's wrong with me? They um, they they gave the guy from QAnon. That shaman dude from the January 6th resurrection, that fuck a maniac who was running around with those big ram horns. He had the Viking yeah. helmet on. They gave him, uh, what is it, like two years? 41 months. That's, uh, let's see. A year is 24 months, Robin. So. Yes. 24 plus 24 is what you'd have to do. That's uh, 48. It's almost two years. And you got
1: 41.
0: You got 41 now. That means. I don't know what that means, but I know it's just under two years. <laughs> Sounds like a, a little over a year and a half, maybe. Uh, this guy was the face of the January sixth insurrection because he wore Viking horns and he had a big fur hat. He had a painted face, paint. face, yeah, and was shirtless. Yeah, and like they focused on him first. You know, it's like uh, think about uh, whether you want to be the leader of an insurrection or not. You know, or don't stand put on the out in
1: that crowd.
0: Yeah, maybe I guess if you're going to overthrow a country, don't wear a Viking helmet or don't wear a Halloween costume. Kind of do <laughs> your thing surreptitiously, like maybe put on a mask. Uh, it reminds me, like I used to go to protests of the Vietnam War when I was young, you know, in high school. And there'd be a couple of douchebags dressed up, like, because they wanted to lead, and they'd start leading. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, you know, I just kind of laid back and watched. But a lot of these guys, they want they want the attention. They want to be the focal point. And this dude got his comeuppance 41 months in prison. That's not that easy. Although, I wonder if they're going to let him out on good behavior or something.
1: Oh, he knows how to behave now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think i bet you i bet you he does <laughs> i bet you when it, when push comes to shove he knows how to behave yeah you go to prison you learn how to behave they will teach you how to behave guy's name is uh jacob chansley going away for 41 months to the big house i don't know what kind of time he's going to do is he going to a prison is he going you know there's all different kinds yeah, of Yeah. What kind but... of level prison is it If it was me, these fuckers would do a lot more time. When you try to overthrow the government, and you try to overthrow an election, the way they were rifling, yeah, I got tape of it. You remember where they were, this guy, they were rifling through the tape. They're such idiots. They were going through the Senate's, uh, a lot of these guys, they were going through their desk Mm -hmm. to find evidence that they fixed the election, like they keep it in their desk. That's how stupid these fucks are. Yeah, I'll I'll just uh, put a piece of paper on here. Let's mess with election. This guy was the official mascot of dipshits everywhere. It, it, here's a clip of him. He, he, in this clip, he's the one screaming in the background like a loon. Let me play it for you. I can find it. Here he is. QAnon shaman. What is it? A shaman? Shaman? Shaman. Shaman. This guy
3: is
9: that's him. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Idiot. idiot. Right, don't
0: Douchebag. <laughs> Go to jail. We don't need you.
1: Take this act to jail.
0: <laughs> yeah. The election was yeah. stolen. <laughs> it was stolen. They can't find one shred of evidence. They went back and did twenty-seven audits. With some shitty company to boot that Trump hired and they and they they said, Oh, buy the one by more. But I know what. The stolen votes must be somewhere in the Senate. They they got them in a drawer. I'll just find them in there. Jeez, bunch of idiots in this country. Doing all kind of things. There's dumb still shit. people
1: who believe it, Howard.
0: I still can't believe this guy isn't going away for the rest of his life. I guess I'm I'm way too uh harsh. I, I, 41 months sounds like a picnic for what he tried to do. He'll be out by the summer of 2024, get the damn fucking horns on again and vote for Trump. Well, the deal
1: is, you know, somebody died.
0: Several people died. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the, these the people should be charged died. with the murder. Yeah, absolutely. Instead, they're going to be on Dancing with the Stars. You'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, the killing shaman is here with us, <laughs> fresh out of prison. Yeah, I just want a fresh start. Okay. I want you to see another side of me. Yeah. Tyro, introduce him. Chew it on Shaman, good for you. And then the judge will be like, you did bloody well. I think this is a great start for you. You said you wanted a fresh start and you got it. Forget the past. The guy who the guy, is his lawyer. Sounded, I couldn't even follow this guy. They interviewed him, and they asked him a question like, you know, does does President Trump have any accountability in any of this? You know, a guy, I mean, I thought President Trump had accountability when they got him on tape saying to well, guy, go find me votes, but okay. then they So they asked the lawyer, this is the guy represented the, the QAnon shaman. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand the answer. Maybe you can explain it to me. Did you hear this? No. Listen to listen to this guy. He's the attorney.
6: Uh, you know, my opinion is meaningless. I will say that I would probably be far more effective over a beer with President, former President Trump, even if he didn't have a beer, because I understand he doesn't drink beer. But I'd have a beer, and I'd tell him, you know what? You got a few fucking things to do, including clearing this fucking mess up and taking care of a lot of the jackasses that you fucked up because of January sixth. Now, in the meantime. I might talk to him about some other things, so
0: I'd agree with him on. But my opinion doesn't mean shit. That's some lawyer.
1: Whose lawyer is he? The shaman. What <laughs> law school did he go to?
0: I don't know. I think he went to the same law school I went to. <laughs> so articulate. Yeah. Pretty angry guy. I'm starting to think... uh Maybe I could have gone to law school. Maybe it's not that hard. I used to think that. If he got through it, you should have been able to whiz through, whiz by. Yeah, he seems to have the same vocabulary I do. (laughs) Uh, The judge said that the QAnon shaman, Chansley, will get credit for the 10 months he has already served since his arrest in January. So he'll be out. That
1: knocks it down all the way to
0: 31. Yeah, 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 he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be on Dancing with the Stars.
1: It's so important to get him back on the street.
0: Dancing with the Stars is going into the finale. Who are the two people going up against each other? Two professional dancers. Amanda Klutz, who was a Broadway dancer and a rockette, against Jojo Siwa, who I didn't know until now, who is uh, on a show when she was growing up called Dance Something.
1: Well, she now has a new show with dance in the title as well.
0: Yeah. How's that fair?
1: Well, it is fair now that two professionals are going up
0: against each other. Well, also in that mix is the dude from Peloton. He's a Peloton instructor. This is how bad things have gotten in America. They can only <laughs> dance with the Stars used to get at least the somebody. Peloton I mean,
1: instructor is a star.
0: He's the he worst dancer do. too, Cody Rigsby. He looked. He. I don't know how he got through, but he did. I guess somehow. I don't. I mean, he's terrible. Maybe his students voted for him. I don't know. Maybe. And then uh, the the guy, some guy, I think he's in the NBA or one of the sports things. Uh, Iman, Iman something. Iman. He's pretty good, actually. For a guy who's for not a, a dancer. his
1: height and who he started yeah. off
0: being horrible, he has improved. Former NBA player Iman Schum- Schumpert. Uh, he's pretty good. I'm like, you know, tall guys aren't usually that good at dancing. Yeah. They look kind of goofy. You should see he dances with a girl. She's a, a, a normal-sized girl. She looks like a, a fidget. Hey, Crazy. looks
1: like he's dancing with one of his children,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if he picked her up, he'd rip her arm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's pretty good.
1: She should be dancing. She should put her feet on his
0: feet to, get, uh, to yeah. keep up with him. That'd be good. I'd vote for that. But I... I <laughs> Amanda Kloots has got it, first of all, she's got a sad story. You know, her husband died of COVID. Okay. But she played his favorite song and danced to it and cried during it. Of course she's going to
1: course, cry. Of course. I, I fast forward through all those stories because for me, it's about how well did you dance. I oh, really? I don't care about your story.
0: I'm so opposite you. I fast forward through the dance. <laughs> Unless a girl's wearing something so hot, I got to watch. But I love the story. I love to see them practicing. I love it.
1: Oh, really? No, I fast forward through all of that.
0: No, I like all the nonsense.
1: I don't want to hear about you just had a baby. I don't want to hear anything.
0: See, I'm a big Yenta. I love all (laughs) (laughs) I like to know what's up. Uh, It's some show. That's some show they, they're so hard up for celebrities I mean they're running I mean
1: well QAnon man will be out in oh absolutely 31 months
0: I want to see him on there he could wear that uh, horns the Viking helmet well be fantastic. in the
1: last several dances everybody's had to be in some kind of a costume he's perfect that's right
0: he's got all kind of costumes this guy, this guy <laughs> can bring his own costumes the wardrobe department doesn't even need to get involved Nice. She um Amanda Clutz earned her final spot in the finale by her husband's song is Live Your Life, and she they played it and she's dancing around in like lingerie and some guys on top of her. Like, and then she say, cries. Yeah, I'm like, I poor husband. I mean, I don't want to die and then have Beth go going dance with the stars. And guys practically like a Humping on the fucking floor.
1: She's <laughs> yeah. being humped on
0: TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gr- grieve in private,
5: please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he got practically like he's on top of her. Insane. But, uh, whatever. We'll see what happens. Hey, let me bring in, um, geez, well, I'm almost out of time here, but, uh, but we were going to clean out the computer. I always run out of time. I say, I, I yap so much. <laughs> But uh J D, let's see, who's coming in? Mike Trainer, J D, and somebody else. J D Wolfie. Wolfie. Look at Wolfie. <laughs> handsome devil. Mike Trainer, another handsome devil. I got the best oh, looking yeah. staff I ever saw. <laughs> uh,
1: they're not that aging out yet. Uh no, they get these to guys.
0: Stay. <laughs> these fucking guys they get more they're, they're like uh Milanus Morissette's band. They get laid backstage <laughs> For sure. like, yeah. every yeah. minute. He's gonna throw himself. We got a lot of good looking dudes. <laughs> Stunt farm
1: over here. Yeah. Mike Trainer. Mike. Yes.
0: Mike's the top
14: guy. Used to be a stand up comic, right, Mike? You still do it? Yep. Yeah. Uh no. No, now I do this and take care of my kids and, and that's pretty much all the time in the day that I have. So that's it. You don't miss it? Mm, sometimes. I kind of, you know, I don't watch stand up anymore. I just kinda of like rip the band-aid off and put it behind me. But I I um I miss being on stage, but all the stuff you had to do to get on stage, the traveling and the not making a lot of money and stuff that I don't miss this. So this is better. I'm, I'm happier with this.
0: Who's the, uh, who's the best
14: stand up comic now? Chappelle? Oh, oh yeah. 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 That, that last special really bummed me out. Um, but, uh, he's, I can't deny that he's, he's still pretty incredible, pretty great comic. Right. Um, yeah. I like John Mulaney. There's lots of really good comics out there. Right. Roy Wood Jr., this guy in the Daily Show really funny you like um, him
0: yeah yeah so he knows he used to go to all the clubs yeah he was about, in the mix how long was your act like what, did you have 45 good
14: minutes <laughs> sometimes i did i uh you know i i, <laughs> I would do uh, varying sometimes i would have 35 good minutes sometimes i'd have 45 i think i did an hour and a half once when the opening got canceled um, you're kidding you did an yeah. hour and a half on stage wow yeah, I was asking questions. I was really, I was doing everything I had. And uh, I got through the time. And it, it worked out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was never that great at it, honestly. I did okay. I had a good run. And I it led to me writing for TV shows and led to me coming here. So that was really. Who would you work with? Anybody uh, that went on to big stuff? Um, I opened for Dave Coulier one weekend. Nice. <laughs> he was All already right. famous. He had already <laughs> done his thing. Um, That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of someone I knew who's now like a giant star. No one really. <laughs> They're all big pretty ever, much right where I left them. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever play Vegas? Or like uh what's the biggest what's the biggest room you ever played? Oh boy. Uh biggest room. I played like big theaters at colleges and stuff. Right. Uh I don't really have a ton of impressive stats from the stand-up. That's probably part of the reason I don't do it anymore. Um, but yeah, I you know, I I played probably like 40 states. I traveled all over the place. Yeah. So, so, so
0: what was there one event that got you to quit stand up? Like, did you just go, this is bullshit. I'm out of here. I mean, is there something that you just said, this job is for, it's not what I imagined it. What today.
1: am I doing with my life?
0: <laughs> yeah. One of oh, those moments. It was
14: just a series of small disappointments, I think. And, uh, you know, at that point I was getting paid to appear on television. And, uh, I was like, what the, what the fuck am I doing? Like, let me try and focus more on this. Um, right. yeah, just a lot of, a lot of bad gigs and bars and shady people. And, you know, it, it was, I saw where life was kind of pointing me in a different direction and I, I followed it. Right. Were you married at that point or were you single? Uh, I think no, it all kind of happened around the same time. I got married and thought about having kids. And, Man. uh, you know, I know comics that have kids and I'm sure they're good parents and make it work. Um, but I, I, I can't imagine doing what I used to do and, uh, and this as well, you know?
0: So you don't sit at home job. and disappoint.
14: You're not like one of those guys who was in a rock
0: band and it didn't work out and you just jones them to get uh, back on stage and all that kind of stuff.
14: No, not really. I mean, maybe someday if the, if, uh, you know, the urge really hit me, maybe if my kids are a little older, maybe I would want to try. I'd, I'd basically be starting from scratch, but, uh, no, I don't really have a ton of regrets that way. But, I mean... Working here is a big, big part of that. I think if I was, right. you know, selling cars, maybe I'd be a little, I feel differently, but <laughs> I feel like I'm able to channel a lot of what I used to do here. So it, do you think,
0: out. do you think you could get up on stage and do 15 minutes, let's say, or would it be almost impossible at this point? Cause you haven't done it so long. Uh,
14: yeah. I'd have to like look at old clips of myself. And a lot of it was just like about being, like it's not even about me anymore. It's about like a single guy. Uh, right. talking about, you know, his adventures as a single person. It's just like a, a weird time capsule of my life at this point, you know. Was that your uh, act? Like a lot of single guy stuff? Yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talking about my dick. Uh, a lot yeah, of, yeah, there of you of go. Stories, uh, a lot of disappointing sex stories. And, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's all I can remember, right? Food, talked about food and fucking. That was basically <laughs> what I did. Did, did you ever it have like, a...
13: Did you ever have like a depressing night in a a hotel in like Des Moines, Iowa, when you're sitting there by yourself? There was like
14: a New Year's Eve. I was all by myself. I remember that was really sad. Just like I had done some show that was like ended well before midnight. and, And there was a band after us. And I remembered there was one of the guys in the band. There was a couch next to the stage and he was asleep while I was doing my show and uh and i I left i didn't even stay for their thing i think i like watched the ball drop in television like on in my hotel room it was not nice and i had not thought to get dinner so i had like chips and like this onion dip and i got at a gas station which is the only the only food in town and i think i went to bed at like uh 1205 uh not a
12: happy person
14: so there was no big
0: moment where, like you know, when like Jerry Seinfeld goes, "Yeah, you know, they tapped me for the Tonight Show." There was there was no big moment where you thought, "Hmm, wait, I'm getting somewhere."
14: I showcased for Letterman at one point, and oh. they're waiting here back, so maybe uh, yeah. <laughs> you you'll get on. <laughs> um, you're gonna yeah. get on. Don't worry. You keep, yeah, you keep yeah, waiting don't get around to me. Just working through some other people. Um, yeah, I showcased for Letterman. I remember the the that show was awful. Everyone bombed. The MC was a guy who had <laughs> been on Letterman. And he ate shit. And it's like, oh well, Ooh. that's bombing, and that should, in theory, be the gold standard. Um, See, but, that's uh, the reality.
0: You know, everyone here, you know, we have on comics who go, yeah, I showcase for Letterman. Within five minutes, they put me on. Next thing I know, I'm playing Vegas, and then they gave me a yeah. deal on network television. You know, oh, yeah. this is those, the reality. from end up
14: on your show being interviewed as a, a famous comedian, <laughs> and right.
0: you're uh, like, yeah, I, 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 I showcase for Letterman. Like, you know, it, what do you mean you showcase for Letterman? Yeah,
14: I, I tried out and I and I failed. <laughs> and they never, they didn't even tell me I failed. I just, they were just right. like, well, thanks. Uh, right. and that, that was the end of it. Um, thanks. You suck. Uh, <laughs> I think I did okay too. I don't remember it being like a, a horrible thing, but uh, that's, that's the way these things go. Hey, you don't get like get uh, clear here. messages, you know? I'm,
0: I'm glad they fucking passed on you because now I have you. Look at me. Yeah, look at me. I'm yeah, thriving with me. your work. That's it. I'm here with Wolfie and JD. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, couldn't you're, be happier. Dreamy. You're a, a you're a, a co-worker of JD's. Uh, you're doing great. I, know.
14: That's, I used to listen to this show. I mean, when I drove around the country, I was listening to, to you guys all the time, and just like it's just surreal that it ended up this way. And I'm well, so I you never happy. thought you'd yeah. work with JD, but now you do. I know. I was I was inspired. Listen, I was a JD fan.
0: Here's a great story. It's like uh, yeah, I did stand up for many years. I showcased for Letterman. They they never even told me what I did wrong or what. And then I worked with JD. There you go. Man's life could be a movie.
13: Storybook yeah. ending.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> story All
13: <book>
0: ending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, welcome to the show. I, I'm here to greet you. <laughs> <laughs> and you should tell that. Did you ever in your act talk about when you got high on shrooms and you pissed your pants <laughs> oh, at a no, fish this, concert? This is
14: a story I didn't tell, which maybe I should. You should have. Uh, I, I, Yeah, I, I took... A lot of mushrooms at a fish <laughs> festival one time. And I, I did the, funny music festi- the music festival mistake of not drinking enough water and not sleeping enough, which I uh. think primes you to then have a bad drug experience where I, I had like a complete like break from reality. And thought I was dead and walked on awesome. this festival as a dead person. I also had left That's my so, friends. Another, mistake. Those, are, those are some
0: good shrooms, man.
14: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think when you just like don't eat or drink anything else, it, they can really, they can really take a hold of you. And I, I thought I was dead. I ended up, I think security found me because I think I was just like stumbling around wildly. <laughs> I was as part of my hallucination. I remember. Hearing guys, a, a guy on a walkie-talkie, being like yeah, there's good guys fucking strolling around. I didn't even know they were talking about me. And I think someone grabbed my shoulders and just sat me down, like stupid. If you're on the ground, you can't fall. So let me just put you on the ground. And while I was down there, I I, uh, I started to come to, and I I, to, I ate some mud oh. uh, <laughs> to see if I was alive. Was yeah. in, my, in my mind at the time, like if if. Uh. Like, if, and I was, I t- I tasted, and I think, like, reality started to gradually come back, and I stood up and realized I completely pissed my pants, like a full, oh, wow. aggressive oh. piss. Wow. And, well, uh, let me ask you something.
0: JD's think JD has some mushrooms he's thinking of doing. Did JD, does that scare you at all? That, that, oh, that yeah. Like, with... oh,
5: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like this is like, I don't, it's, yeah, I'm afraid of losing any sort of reality, uh, that far, at least. Like, <laughs> well, I'm not
14: pissed myself. Well, I did it plenty of times before then where it was, you know, a good time. Uh, I think <laughs> you just, you just got to be like in a comfortable setting and not overdo it and talk to other fuck ups, you know, that know about drugs and yeah. do, do the right amount, you know? I would, I wouldn't do shrooms at a fish
5: festival. I'll tell you that. But
14: uh, that must <laughs> be it. that's, that's wild, me personally, wild cocoa fish. <laughs>
5: exactly. exactly. Um,
0: um, JD yeah. JD's now like a weed guy, and he drinks alcohol. He's you know what I mean? Everything. Yeah. He's trying to now. He's you know. Ooh. I heard he's thinking about shrooms, but dude, you better be
5: careful with that
0: Ooh. shit. I it's don't know. A, you, you know, deal.
5: psilocybin. How far and, are you uh, going? I well, that. Look, well, I'm not doing heroin. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but uh, you know, maybe, I don't know. Ma-
0: I, maybe that's a good idea. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> I've heard I've heard, that. I've heard it's addictive.
5: Uh, you know,
13: JD, yeah. JD, you're paranoid just in everyday living. Why would you do
5: that? Because cause you want to get out of the paranoia in your head <laughs> and stuff sometimes. <about> <laughs> That'll do it. You just want to, like, you just want to live. You just want to, like, have a happy thought every now and then, you know? Oh, <laughs> you hey. know, do and oh, hey. constantly. This you is going to end badly, very well, that, badly. I'm going to tell you.
0: <laughs> listen, I'm not a drug guy anymore, but I've done pretty much everything there is to do, at least when I was, you know, into that shit. And, um, you know, I did masculine and all that, all that stuff. And <laughs> if I was like you... Like, you're constantly thinking about death. I don't think yeah. shrooms is for you. I mean, you know, you don't even know what you're doing with them or how many to take. Well, or
5: Yeah. I've just heard multiple people uh, have tried them and they've it's helped them. Or, you know, they've had decent times. You know, not, not a lot of them are the horror stories that uh, Mike just told. <laughs> but uh, some have had positive stories and positive effects. Well, you need a shaman, uh, yeah. a shaman. He's you need that for guy. Help.
0: Yes, a real. <laughs> shaman. You need that guy. You need that guy from the the insurrection. That guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but Howard, he's no. looking for help, and he's he's going to just take some mushrooms.
0: Well, you want to know something, Robin? That this is what's going on in our country. A lot of people yeah. are self medicating. They are saying they're, they're doing these studies on psil- psilocybin and um, LSD, and also uh, uh, MDMA, which is. Uh, uh, ecstasy, Ecstasy. yeah. But they're, they're, it's under like a doctor's supervision and they do it once or twice and they say people are having breakthroughs. I don't fucking know. But the point is, at
1: least somebody's watching them.
0: Yeah, he, J.D., you he know who's going to watch J.D.? They're
5: hoping somebody's watching him. <laughs> J.D., JD
0: JD's going to hope the band Fish watches him. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trey Anastasio or whatever his name is. It? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, but I haven't by the done way... Yeah, I haven't done it yet. You
0: know what? You should have put... Mike, I don't know if you talk about this, but when he was a stand-up comic, his, uh, his agency that booked him,
14: uh-huh.
0: they they would, I got to tell this, is it okay if I tell this story?
14: Oh, yeah. I think I know what you're getting at. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> when Mike was doing stand-up comedy, how many years ago are we talking? Like a bunch of years.
14: So it's probably the thing you're about to talk about 10, 12 years ago.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The agency would book a big name comic at events. And then they'd say Mike and say the big comic got sick. So that's how he'd get work.
14: (laughs) It was the the comic's kid was in the hospital. So it was like a thing they could never... You know, they couldn't question. That's the thing you would just immediately be like, oh, no. And but they wouldn't even tell me that I was participating in this scam. So right. I would show up and they'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Is, is she OK? I'm like, I don't know anything about this. Oh. Uh, I, I, I didn't say this. because like, I've been booked on this for four months. Uh, oh, good. And after it happened like two or three times, I'm like, oh, I'm in business with like shitheads. This is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: You misheard. I'm not Jerry Seinfeld. I'm Mike Trainer. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on True TV with uh, Todd yeah. Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I work with Mr. Todd Bridges. Maybe you've heard How of did me. You
1: find this agency. <laughs> yeah,
0: I might. Well, listen, Have you heard this of is Tanya
13: Harding?
1: <laughs> yes, you know people was on think, as well.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, people think they're gonna, you know, end up in, you know, you, you know. The reality is, it's a tough road, and most people don't make it. Mike's a super talented guy. But, uh you know, well,
14: thank you for saying that I, I, I was grateful for, you know, I'm grateful for every opportunity I get when I was on true TV. I was like, I can't believe that I get to do this. I think that's, you know, something that other comics might look down on. But I think mm-hmm. I got ahead there by like working my ass off like it was like like it was The Tonight Show, even though I know it was not. That's <laughs> but, the way you uh, got to yeah. be. That's the yeah. way you got to be. Uh no, Mr. Chappelle can't make it. His child is
0: sick. We have Mike Trainer here tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah. He can step in, luckily.
0: Same He's thing. Available. Exactly. Please tell your convention that Mr. Mike Trainer will be filling in for Dave Chappelle.
14: <laughs> yeah, real, real disappointment. But you know that's why they give you the sob story so that they can't get too mad. Like they they feel like dicks getting mad when someone's in the hospital. You know,
0: right? Uh, Eddie Eddie Murphy's son is on his last legs. Um, we're gonna um. We have Mike Trainer, though. Uh, I think you'll be very satisfied. Yeah, he talks it's about Yeah. No and food. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, Mike, um, G- Gallagher is sick. Uh, can you smash a watermelon? Would you be opposed to? Uh...
14: <laughs> <laughs> Play some clubs Gallagher played. And they would, they would have, like, uh, the plastic up already as, like, promotion. would be like, oh, Gallagher yeah. is coming. Get ready. Yeah. And,
0: Just uh, sit through this guy. You'll get to the fucking watermelon. Don't worry. <laughs> you know. But uh, it's an interesting thing. But uh, listen, we love you, so that's all that matters, you know. Yes, that and, is all. The- and, 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 yeah, and you get to work alongside JD and Wolfie. So I know. Good. Super- yeah, it's better than that. JD, what do <laughs> you? What package are
5: you doing? We, we only got time have, for one anyway. I have something called verbal crutches, which is basically uh, we've noticed some people, uh, celebrities, and our staff have certain. <laughs> Uh, verbal tics or things they say. All right, no go ahead. So let's let's hear my, a couple. Right. So the first one is Olivia Jade. She was just eliminated from Dancing with the Stars uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, but when she was on the show, she used to she kept saying the word honestly a lot. So uh, this is a montage of every time she said the word honestly. Let me tell you something.
0: This is interesting <laughs> to me. I'm glad you brought this up because I'm going to tell you something. When you're in a cheating scandal where your parents paid for you to get in college and they, they put you on a rowing machine and pretended you're in a rowing, uh, you know, a rowing team. Don't, after the scandal's over, don't keep saying honestly. Cause it reminds people <laughs> anyone who says honestly is a liar. You well, know, not you ever meet that, these yeah. people?
1: What are you saying the rest of the time if, if now you're going to be honest? <laughs>
0: <laughs> to, to be quite honest that, don't get out of that habit of saying to be quite honest because it's very very bad but here we go. Here's your montage, J.D. This
4: is a whole new
8: experience for you. What is it feeling like? Um, I'm honestly just really grateful to have this experience. Last week was honestly exhilarating. I wouldn't trade my partner for anybody else. He's honestly the best. Yeah. I have to ask you, Olivia, what is your favorite thing about Val? He's really. He, honestly, I trust him so much. I honestly don't All know yeah. why we were in the bottom two unless it was a personal <laughs> issue.
0: She knew why she was in the bottom two. <laughs> When she says honestly I she honestly does know. People are <laughs> upset with her. She cheated. She's a good dancer. She's an attractive young lady. I don't, I honestly don't believe anything she says. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe because my parents paid for me to get into college, but who knows? No. You hit it right. You honestly do know. And <laughs> well, here's like a guy who maybe. says he had MDMA therapy. See? And he's Ooh, saying it's amazing. Here. Ed from Florida. You had it, huh?
3: Yes, yes, and it is uh, truly life-changing. I've been in therapy for many, many years on and off, and um, uh, one dose of MDMA, I mean, clinical-grade MDMA, and it was freaking amazing. It just uh, broke down barriers, uh, you start speaking without any sort of uh, fear, any sort of uh, uh, <laughs> displacement towards that that what you're trying to run away from. And it was it was very cool.
0: This is what I'm hearing from some people who have had this under a doctor's mm-hmm. supervision. But MDMA is something
14: it? different than mushrooms. Right. That is like ecstasy. No, MDMA um, is ecstasy. Yes, which I've also done. So and I... Must be, no bad mind you.
3: It must be <laughs> clinical grade MDMA. I mean... <laughs>
0: I don't know what uh, uh, they do, but they the get you in the doctor's people. office. She said, you know, years ago, see, this is why I'm skeptical, too. I don't know much about this. But I remember years ago, we knew the comedian David Brenner. And a uh, great guy, funny guy, and uh, was very kind to me. Even ran into my bosses at NBC and complained about the, the way they treated me. I mean, come on. That's pretty mm. nice. And he was a big deal. He was the, the permanent like guest host on The Tonight Show at the time, or something like that. Anyway, um, he's gone now. But he had back pain, supposedly. You know, everybody's got back pain when they want to get high. So um, <laughs> he found some doctor who invented something called ponticane. And they would put it up his nose with a Q-tip. They'd dab him, and he says, I have no more back pain. We, last, I go every, uh, like every week or every month. I forget how often he went. Turned out it's coke. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I said, David, that's cocaine. It ain't pont- ponticane. He goes, no, no. He don't like that. He goes, no, 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 man. I'm telling you. Up his nose. No, 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 no. Yeah, he goes, no, 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 man. I'm telling you. He always talked about had a stuffed nose. The guy was a great comedian. He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, that's not cocaine. It's ponticane. Ponticane. <laughs> no, 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 no. I go, ponticane is cocaine. Well, it turned out like months later. They they, 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 you know, the authorities figured out it's cocaine. He didn't know he was innocent and in all this, but he was like all excited about it. So, yeah, he was under he, doctors' care as far as he was concerned. Yeah, but you know, you don't want to end up in some of this stuff and then become like a, a druggie or, or dependent on it. But uh, the, but you some know, people- LSD
1: was originally a drug that was designed to be used in psychiatric
0: cases, and then it became this street drug. I don't know, well, man. Why did that uh, shit have fucked me I'm up? But uh, movie again, movie. I wasn't under doctor's care. I didn't, you know, right. I didn't know.
14: I didn't know. I have I an going. MDMA story actually. It didn't happen to me, but while I was doing with some friends, a, a buddy of mine got a, sie- had a seizure, a full seizure mm. and someone called 911 and the cops came and that being on ecstasy, you can do a lot of things and have fun, but getting yelled at by the police on ecstasy is not fun. That, <laughs> no. that was pretty scary. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I would not was recommend that, having was, that, that experience. That was probably something that was cut with something else. Right. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's
0: not being made in any type of standards. I got a friend who was telling yeah. me about this MDMA treatment, and he was telling me that it's it saved his life. This is what he's claiming that he used to self medicate all the time. Now he feels good, but who knows? You know, I I don't know. But it's funny the people who would try that they won't take the vaccine. I bet they was, oh I'm afraid of the vaccine. You know they'll try every experimental fucking drug, but right. uh, they won't take. And they don't know <laughs> who <laughs> they're crazy. getting it from. They're not under yeah. doctor's care. All right, Ed. Thanks. Here's apples. What's up, apples?
2: Hey now, Howard. Uh, I saw hey our now. friend David Spade hey last night uh, in Boulder.
0: Yeah, Spade's, stand- been, Spade's doing a okay. lot of stand-up comedy. Yeah,
1: that's not unusual. Uh, he's he does shows.
0: Yeah, it was a great show. He's awesome.
1: Hey, well, Howard- I uh, uh,
0: okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go
9: ahead. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you go.
9: You go.
3: You
0: go first. You, you please.
2: First.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> All right, I, I got to go, Stay apples. Way. Thanks, man. Hey,
2: okay. Howard, yeah. please run real quick. Please run for president. You could get real Greta Thunberg to talk to fake Greta Thunberg. You could I'd watch SEAL Team Six, the real SEAL Team Six, in your basement <laughs> and of the White House.
0: I know, I know. Okay, I'll run for president. I probably should.
14: I'm kind of busy though. Um, yeah, better when he fucks with Ronnie apples. That's what I prefer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go back funny. to fucking with like Ronnie. I, I saw don't know, David yeah. Spade. That, that wasn't his a material.
1: What's, what's on his Instagram? do something with that. Now it's your turn, Howard.
0: When this guy's not talking about Ronnie, he's a dud. huh? Like, David Spade, your thoughts? Hey, Howard. I uh, last night I went to a David Spade concert. Uh, okay, and. Yeah, he was there and uh yeah. <laughs> Spade, I saw David Spade, if you get a Boulder. chance to see him, he's a terrific stand up comic. Yes. Um he passed the Letterman audition, I'm telling you. Um Yes, he did. Yes. He's very but, good.
1: but the first thing Apple said was, I saw David Spade in Boulder he was doing a show like a lot of people could see him, you know?
0: well maybe he meant i meant. Uh, i don't know what he meant but maybe because of covid he's like oh you know spades back out on the road everyone seems to be back out on the road so maybe that's what he was uh referring to maybe. i don't know. maybe hard to say anyway, jd you better microdose those mushrooms if you're gonna do them i'm worried
5: oh yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah i'm not looking to do how yeah.
1: about <laughs> no. if you need
5: help going to a doctor <laughs> what he'll get him? He's not, he he won't the need a. I can go for
0: fun stuff, right? Why well, would he do uh, that? That's <laughs>
5: not necessarily health. Help. I just want to have a, a good time. Here's every the scenario
0: I imagine. JD uh, takes the shrooms. He need he's he's bumming out. They take him to the doctor, and the doctor says to his wife. Says to JD's wife goes, "A uh, um, this terrible. Uh, your your husband." Uh, Something happened to his speech. He might have had a stroke. I'm trying to understand him uh, terribly. He goes, you see what I mean? And, th- and then his wife will go, no, no, that's how J.D. speaks. It's fine. He's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where's his eyes like uh, that? All oh, right. M- he's mumbling. <laughs> Listen to this song uh, while you're tripping. And I feel like
5: any guy at the beat
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Get those shrooms going. You get this song on the turntable. It's only on vinyl. Yeah. Don't eat those shrooms like potato chips.
1: (laughs) Don't don't eat them like you found them in a restaurant.
0: You got to hear this. This is funny. Then we'll get back to your verbal tics, J.D., but I got a buddy. He says to me, Jesus Christ. He goes, what's that stuff you eat? I, I, I can't, I haven't taken a shit in four days. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, I go to him, uh, Metamucil. It's the greatest thing. He goes, okay. All right. I'm going to get some. I go get the apple crisp. It's better than the cinnamon. Get them in the, in the cracker form. You get in a package, you get two crackers. Meanwhile, I know this guy. Totally irresponsible. I said to my wife, This fucking guy, yeah, I know what he's going to do. He hasn't shit. He's going to eat like a fucking box full in right. one day. Well, sure enough, this guy calls me up. He goes, Hey, I, I bought a box of those cookies you eat. I go, Cookies? <laughs> I go, They're not cookies. It's Metamucil. It, it helps you. He go. He goes, you're not going to believe this. I'm walking in my house. I shit on the floor. The shit came pouring <laughs> out of me. I go, what are you kidding me? Even mean you didn't make it to the bowl? He goes, no, I just shit all over my floor. I got to clean this fucking thing up before my <laughs> wife gets home. <laughs> I said, you are I go, how many? Eat? He goes, you told me the cookies. He said, I had a box of them. I said, a box? We had a box of Metamucil. <laughs> oh, my God. I told you to eat two crackers. They're <laughs> crackers, dude. I put them on
14: yogurt. I've had the, the box that. says like three of those packets a day max over the course of an entire day.
0: Like, that's yeah. the most. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that would be, you know, that would be outrageous. Three. Uh, that would even that. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'll <laughs> fuck you up. You got a micro dose on that Metamucil.
1: <laughs> but that's the American way. If one is good, 10 is better
0: hey listen to this this is nice david letterman's on the phone he uh heard mike trainer he says he wants he loves mike trainer's comedy he wants to book him oh, for a show great.
2: yeah dave <laughs> uh good, good good morning howard uh, you know it's i i feel uh, i feel just awful that uh, i never got mike
6: uh, trainer on the show you know uh, how about uh, you uh come up to the house and uh, and you can do your drug and dick jokes for my kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. That would be great. No hard feelings. I'm a big fan. Michael, Michael, work on his comedy. You work on your David Letterman
14: impression. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. <laughs> knock, it, knock it off. Everybody calm down. You to have the gold standard, evil Dave. Yeah. Wow.
0: Anyway, uh, anyway, JD, you were saying that people have verbal tics. You pointed Very out that Olivia J. That's a good one. Says honestly all the time.
5: <laughs> honestly. The next one you have noticed, uh, uh, Nicole Wallace on MSNBC, oh, she yeah. says sort of. She says sort of a lot. And uh, you've called her on it before, but uh, it hasn't stopped. This is this is a montage of her saying sort of from one week uh, uh, last month. Well, <laughs> so I'll tell you. Something. She's still saying it.
0: <laughs> I love Nicole Wallace. I watch her all the time. And by the way, do you notice, J.D., she's getting better and better looking? Like She does look she's very good.
5: She, she looks good. Look very good.
0: Yeah. yeah she,
1: she really I, you, I have noticed that uh most of those uh nbc shows they did makeovers they gave her a some a lot makeover. of people she was
0: always attractive but now i mean they changed her hair it's longer yeah 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 that's it yep. well i love nicole yep. wallace and, i love watching her i think she's really good she asks good questions she's good she's good but the one thing I always pointed out, she drives me crazy every minute. She's, she's got that one thing. She, she what is it, JD? She says, <laughs> sort of, sort of, sort of, <laughs> sort of every minute, sort of, sort of. So I pointed it out on the air and she even acknowledged it. And she said, I'm going to try and stop saying it. And for a while she did. And sometimes you'd even see it would fuck her up she she goes oh, 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 you know like that like, like it would fuck her up and i used to watch it i go jesus i hope i didn't fuck up her career because she was so hungry she go yeah now i'm wondering it's sort of. I, I mean uh you know like like it would just freak her out well she got in her after, head yeah i got in her head and after about two weeks of that she said fuck you howard stern i'm saying sort of and jd's right i'm glad you put that she now says sort of almost every sentence
1: it's
8: back can with you a vengeance. Sort of yeah. go back in time for me. I want to read this this sort of update. I wonder if you could just, just sort of talk to me yeah. and, and our viewers. David Jolly, we, sh- we should sort of help people understand why it's so different. And Jeffrey Clark is sort of the, the, the coup plotter within DOJ. Jeffrey Rosen, who became the acting attorney general after Bill Barr departed, sort of mid coup plot, just as an investigative sort of principle. Is it to sort of sort run of. down
0: all the accomplices? Sort of principle, it's either a principle, but you know, it's her. Th- it's her <laughs> thing, and uh you know what? She's real good. So I've just given. Up. I just. I just go with it when she says sort of. She says it a lot, but <laughs> <it's> <laughs> you've left it alone. Okay. I do because I like watching her. She's good. You got a good crew on that show, and she's the anchor woman. And she might as well just say sort of because it fucked her up when she tried to change it. She could not get past it. She loves saying sort of. And according to experts, people who say sort of are trying to sound smarter. But she is smart. But it's well, she's evidently, trying to sound
1: smarter still.
0: Yeah, but it's some kind of insecurity thing. Is it after 10 o'clock already? Listen, this is a bonus show. We decided to come in Thanksgiving week as a, a thing for the audience. Now to don't show start our complaining
1: because you uh, wanted to come in this week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean now, now it's after ten o'clock. All right, this is bonus time. Listen, do you, finish up your package. And I right. got to get out of here. Just All a
5: right. few more. So, Ronnie, uh we know some of these people on our staff have these verbal crutches. Yeah. Ronnie is one of them. Uh, he repeats the phrase "Yeah, okay" constantly, especially hmm. when he's fighting with someone. So here's a quick montage from one segment where he was fighting with someone. Okay. Said Yeah,
14: okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay,
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Man. When you play him like that, it sounds like he's having a stroke. What do you think he likes better? Yeah,
5: okay or the word cunt. What's his favorite go to? Oh Yeah, okay. I mean. like. Yeah. I think he likes cunt just because it makes him think about yeah. vagina,
14: women, vagina. Cunt, so. cunt when he's happy. Yeah, okay, when he's pissed.
5: Yeah, right. emotions.
9: Cunt, 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 cunt.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else he got? Gary, he apparently has a habit of saying, you know, on the wrap up show. Uh, oh, yeah? So this, is his, his, this is his verbal crutch. A lot of people do that one. You know, he would just go you
12: know i don't know when it first got out there you know and then i really you know the, the famous last words like oh this will be over in a day i would have to say that it, you know it, the phrase baba boo has been very good to me on a lot of levels it's you know it's become you know a, a, a shout out for the show and that's all fun there's you know it's really interesting yeah again you know no secrets here i'm a lifelong democrat the thing about this you know we came into work the next Monday. I mean, you just knew anything could happen. You know, it's just great. You get, you know, you know, we're a staff of like sixty-five <laughs> plus people. I've never heard Howard be, you know, talk so openly. And I think that, you know, if you want to, you know, the whole we idea know, of keeping know. Howard is how do Stop we make them Not fucking. I go. We're not pulling the. You know. I mean, I don't know. You know, listen. We've all been insanely sad when our favorite shows have ended. You know, what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Mm. Yeah,
14: he likes it. You know, why are you saying it?
0: (laughs) Look at this. Some of the staff is so obsessed with Gary. Just for fun, they (laughs) keep a daily count on how many times Gary said, you know, on the wrap-up show. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, this is from October of 2020. I'll give you some stats. On October 7th, 30 times. October 8th, 25 times. October 9th, 19 times. October 13th, 29 times. What makes the number go up, I wonder? Here's the, I, I don't know, but on October 23rd, he had a bug up his ass. 42 times, he said.
1: Oh know. my god. <laughs>
0: 42, that was the number one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next, that was
5: his the biggest, next, you know, day.
0: <laughs> that's his biggest, you know, day.
5: <laughs> PDA, All right, what else you got? Count those. <laughs> Uh, so, apparently, I snort like a wild boar sometimes when I'm on the air. <laughs> and, uh, Is that right? some of the guys, they were nice enough to put a montage uh, of me uh, from when I've been on air having conversations, and I ended hmm. up snorting. I mean, listen to that. I haven't picked up on that.
0: Uh. <laughs> wow. God, Jesus Christ. Jesus. What's fuck's wrong with you? What? <laughs> You know what? I, I I'm going to compliment can't. myself here. Just like, you know, look at this creature I <laughs> dude. <rescued. laughs> My God. Don't tell us we aren't into diversity. Uh. Right. Right. What is that that we hired? <laughs> we're too diverse in this show.
1: I can't. <laughs> I, mean, I, I hiring can't. people we're not sure. They're human. <laughs> Early man. I, <laughs>
5: <laughs> I don't know the context for all of these snorts, but I can tell you that uh, one of the reasons I snort sometimes is uh, if I start, like,
12: uh,
5: I can get, like, uh, teary-eyed or, like, yeah I don't want to say cry, but, you know, uh, I can s- cry. Well, that's what happens I when will, tears comes out of your eyes. It's called crying. I, I know, but I will snort to stop that from... Going any further.
0: Wow, you must have to cry a lot.
5: <laughs> that is I would not be surprised.
0: <laughs> now I know why you want to do uh mushrooms, dude. You're like um you sound like a pig looking for a truffle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <the finest> uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got, JD? That's pretty funny. All right.
5: Well, Fred, he also does a weird thing where uh Tell he me about giggles it. every <laughs> <laughs> He That's giggles weird. every time. He giggles every time you pick up on the caller balls.
0: <laughs> Does he? Let me hear this.
5: Yeah, apparently. Yeah, uh, ballsy
0: <laughs> balls. You're on the air in Pennsylvania.
5: Hey now.
0: <laughs> hey now. Yes, this is Balls from Pennsylvania. Everybody loves Balls. Hey now, Hey now. <laughs> hey, it's Balls. Good morning, Balls. Hey now how you doing? All right. Yes, Balls. <laughs> Holy shit, Howard. What a fashion
11: show.
0: Yes, Balls. You're on the air, Balls. Hey, now. Hey, now. Yes, Balls. Uh, Go ahead. You know? Hey, now. The only laugh a call from Balls ever gets is from Fred. <laughs> Jesus, what is that? I can tell you why. Go because ahead. Because the
11: name is Goofy. It's Balls. Who else has that name? I mean, but is if, that a real his name laugh, Brett? Bung be honest. If his complete. name was Bunghole. Yes, it is. Yeah. I know you get nervous about that when you hear no, me No, 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 because the that name like isn't that funny. <laughs> no, to me, it's funny. <laughs> it cracks me Bunghole okay. is funny. If if his name was Ass Liquor, I'd probably laugh. So really? It's just, it just funny. I don't know. For some yeah. reason, it, it tickles me. What can I say? All right. Okay. She and it works every real.
1: time. That's great.
11: It works Do You like every the now-, now. Although, although what I'd like to know more is, did he give himself that name, or did you give him that name?
0: I think he gave himself that name. Yeah, And why so. did he give himself hey, Fred, that name? Hey, Fred, you're going to love this. Guess who's on the phone balls? right now? Fred, asshole is, asshole is on the phone right now. Hey <laughs> now, <Ain't> no asshole. <laughs> See, he likes it. <laughs> <you> right. <laughs> schmuck would, would be phone. good. Schmuck would be good. Puss Schmuck's would be good on the phone, someone... Fred. Hey now, Schmuck. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Schmuck here head would be good. All right. <laughs> so there, you, there go. you go. Fred loves
11: bowl. I oh, knew it.
0: People can pick up. Arr, arr, and, uh, Fred will always laugh. Hey, if look, Robin, on our phone I now,
9: love.
0: on our phone is Taint. Hi, Taint. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Not, not so much for huh? that one. Okay. okay. Yeah, he likes bunghole. Bunghole Bung- would be good. Probably look, Bunghole's on the phone. <laughs> hi, Bunghole. Hi, Howard. <laughs> Gee, that's fascinating. Yeah, he's he's for real. Hey, Fred, on our phone now is Big Smelly Cunt. Hold on. Hi, Big Smelly Cunt. Hi, Howard. How are you? See, no laugh.
11: No, no it doesn't do yeah, it. Yeah, that one, not so much for me. Mm. How about Queef? Queef's on the phone.
0: Hi, F- hi, Howard. Hi,
11: Fred. Queef. Not so much. Yeah. Not so much. Okay. All right. It's got to be more. Certain versatile. names, Howard. Certain yeah. names. Yeah, good work oh, get a better right. list. Cock <laughs>
0: cheese, cock cheese is on the phone, Fred.
11: Oh, okay. Cock he cheese would it. get yeah. it.
9: Yeah,
0: yeah. Stinky beaver, uh, you're on in Pennsylvania. I like that. <laughs> I'm not going to laugh, but I like it. <laughs> you won't laugh, but you like it. <laughs> Actually, I did laugh. So, how about a new show? Make Fred laugh. And we'll just like you know. Ah. <laughs> on our on our uh, phone right now is a uh, smelly sphincter. Hey now, smelly sphincter. <laughs> Hey, now, Howard. <laughs> that was a Fred good lift. Yeah, he likes it. <laughs> on our phone now is uh, is uh, Pre-Cum. Hey, now, Pre-Cum. <laughs> hey, nah. now, Howard. No. Sorry.
14: Not him. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. No. The uh, is not. Fred, on our phone yeah. right now is Bartso Fogarty. Hey, now. Nah. Hi. Nah. Hi, Howard. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Nah. nah. Yeah. On our phone now is Perry so Testicles. Berry testicle. <laughs> there you Ooh, go. Big, hey, now. Now, <laughs> testicle, testicle is good. On our phone now is mm. Dingle Berry. Hey, now. Mm. Hey, now. Oh, I'm a little immune to that one. All right. it's enough. Enough for that
5: <laughs> stuff. I we got a whole lot of time for that.
0: What else you got? Uh, I got to do some mushrooms.
11: Uh,
5: well, there's even something that you do. Uh, every time you pick up a call from Mike from Maine, You say, oh, Mike from Maine, and that is this montage.
0: Yeah, because you know what I'm going for? That's the guy who calls into Bubba's show all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Let me hear me. Let me pop through a couple of these phone calls. Mike in Maine. Oh, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Howard. Hey. Mike from Maine. Oh, Mike from Maine. Hey, how you doing, man? <laughs> uh, let's go to Mike from Oh, Mike from Maine. Hey, Mike. What's up? Let's see. Who's this? Oh, Mike from Maine. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Hey, Mike. Oh, look who it is. It's Mike from Maine. I haven't talked to Mike for a while. All right, Mike, you're up. Yeah, Mike, go ahead. Let me see if... Uh, oh, Mike from Maine. This is the guy. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> Mike, oh, Mike from Maine. Hey, I this see this. Um, friend. Mike, go ahead. I see this is not a verbal tick. This is an attempt to p- create familiarity with the audience. All
1: right.
0: Okay. You, that should be stricken from the record. Um, anytime you make fun of the boss. That's right. That's a, you know what impossible. the judge says?
1: Disregard what you just heard.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's insane. <laughs> just good broadcasting. I, I Even can uh, I can confidently say that my verbal crutch is the least
5: annoying <laughs> of all the that, verbal I will crutches. Say very true. Uh, even Beetlejuice.
0: Uh, <laughs> now that's a crutch. All right. Okay. All right. Go ahead about Beetlejuice.
5: Even Beetlejuice, uh, the greatest white cracker of all time. He has a thing where he says it's a little different. Uh, here's a hmm. quick montage. We put together a beat. Say, so okay. Know.
4: That's a little different. Oh yeah, that's a little different. That's
7: something else. That's something different. That that's different. It's a different city. It's
4: a little different. It's all the same thing, but it's different. Jelly is a little different. Ketchup is a little different. Meatloaf is a little different. No chicken little soup is a little different. Well, Gruntley is is a little different. Well, Cool is a little different. Well, ice cream is a little different. Well, spaghetti is a little different. Well, taco is a little different. Well, it's a lot of different stuff. It's the difference. Mm.
5: Now, this inspired the guys to create a new Beetlejuice song. Mm. Uh, the hits, they just keep coming out with it from Beat. Here's his latest. It's a little different. And this wow. is a new Beetlejuice song. Okay. Yeah. That's a little different.
4: Oh, yeah. That's a little different. That's something different. Nice. That's, that's different.
0: Different. Dance to it. different.
4: Kelly's a little different. 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 Ketchup is a little different. Different different.
0: Big Lones look different. 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 Washmagetty's
1: look different. It's all the same. It's all thing, right. But it's I like it. I like it. It's different. Huh. Nice to hear Beetle with
0: music. There you have it. The weirdest okay. thing about Beetlejuice you found it. It's different.
5: <laughs> 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 what things are different. <laughs> uh, Fool him. Uh, that is Verbal crutches. Thank you.
0: Thanks JD. Good packet Wolfie. Mike, I didn't get to you guys, but we kinda got to you. I mean, we'll get to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. We're coming in tomorrow, by the way. Bonus show again. Thanksgiving week we're working. We always take Thanksgiving week off, and I just went to management and I said it's wrong. Our fans need us.
9: <laughs>
0: a lot of people are working Thanksgiving. It looks elitist if I'm if I'm not working. You're one of the people. I'm one of the people. I'm thinking about a presidential run. I've got to appear More simpatico with my audience. (laughs) So here I am. You work the
1: holidays. You know what it's like.
0: (laughs) Your pal's here for you. That's right. I made everyone come in Thanksgiving week. And uh, they had it scheduled. Right, Robin? Tell the truth. Robin never lies. We 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 were off. And what happened? You got the call. We're coming in. Got a call. You can work,
1: can't you? Yeah, Yeah. you can work. Sure. (laughs)
0: Here we yeah. are. <laughs> mm-hmm. You Party can for work, duty. Robin. You're sitting at home anyway. You get to work.
1: Get your butt in there in that office.
0: Yeah, you get up and do your job. That's it. Whatever it right. takes. So, we're going to see you tomorrow. Call it a bonus show. Call it your pal caring about his audience more than these <laughs> so called other broadcasters. But uh, we'll be here. And you know what? We'll pick up with you, Wolfie and Mike, and we'll get to your package. You guys got some nice and I gotta
1: packages. find out what the, is that behind Wolfie. Every time Wolfie is on, I see this bunch of toys or something <laughs>
0: behind him. What you got there, Wolfie? Yeah. What are all those toys?
13: Uh, there's a lot of stuff. There's a, uh, there's a Godzilla. There's a, a uh, Beetlejuice. I've got the, um, William Shakespeare from the 1966 Batman show. Yeah. I, I got
5: a bunch of things.
0: Wow. One of those guys who thinks he's cool because he's got some yeah. toys behind him.
5: Cause he's even got this display cases. Yeah, there's somewhere in yeah. Yeah.
0: He's like, you know what'll get me attention? I'll I'll put a put some goofy toys back there. Robin will pay attention. Because
1: <laughs> at first I was like, there's a bunch of junk behind.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks like Ralph's entire apartment got a shitload of junk that in there. Like,
1: what is that junk?
0: I put. You know what on. it is? Come on. Certain guys think it's cool, like to have like baby. Those are toys for babies. Yeah. But they're like, yeah, I'll get in. I'll show my my fun side. I'll get, give me some personality
13: what in a glass case wolfie why are they in a glass case uh, th- those are things of more value so those go in the glass case what uh, <laughs> what are the more
0: valuable them. ones what do you have in there
13: uh what do we got um there's a there's like a there's an a very old Batman and Robin that have magnetic mm. hands <laughs> those are those are kind of pricey uh mm. some, some old Star wars toys. Stuff like that, more more vintage things.
0: It's weird. I I started out this segment saying I like Wolfie. Now I don't. <laughs> well,
1: I like what you were
13: talking about? Because huh. I'm looking at I'm like
1: Wolfie's a little weird. <laughs> no, he's here.
0: not weird. Wolfie's not weird at all. This is Wolfie trying, trying to. to be. He's trying to be like a personality. Yeah. So he's doing it through the the funny toys behind him. He doesn't give a shit about those toys. It's him trying to be <laughs> in on something. Trust <laughs> me, I know out, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I'm right.
13: This you don't is give all an act. I'm about. not into this stuff at all.
0: No, I mean, I think <laughs> you're moderately into it. You know what I mean? Godzilla. Like, Godzilla. Like, yeah, man, these are my really special toys. They're in the uh, um, jewel case. And then these other toys are just out. But I don't let anyone touch them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. no. I, I don't, don't let my kids, I don't
1: let my kids touch any You took the time to put it behind glass. You know what's in there.
0: Yeah. See, I don't, I don't want Wolfie developing a personality. He doesn't have to impress me.
13: <laughs> you, you like what do me you vanilla. Say, well, he doesn't have a personality.
0: You go to you this, That's your personality. He hasn't been the same since he came back from Fist Fest. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you.
5: <laughs> I don't think either of us have changed.
0: No, but I'm telling you, I know guys like Wolfie. They're not real. They're not standout kind of guys. So they get like little chonchies. They put them up, and it makes them feel, you know. Like, like a personality. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, this is my Batman, and it's got, um, uh, like, a, a hands, magnetized hand. Hands. It's like, yeah. dude, you're not into that. It's oh, just cool. Analogy. I've seen other guys <laughs> who are into it. That's
1: a very special
14: Batman and Robin.
0: Mr. Personality. Order. You can get rid of that
14: <laughs> shit. We know you're not into it. <laughs> Do your kids try and play with the toys? You have to be like, no, those are daddy's toys.
13: Oh, yeah. Like that Godzilla, it has this this piece on the back that breaks very easily. So to find one intact is hard. And my right. kids, when they were like, you know, four and five and try to touch it, I'd be like, no, Dude, <laughs> not for just, you.
0: You know, it stayed dull. That's the way we like you. <laughs> That's why we hired you. I don't need you to develop this new personality with his toys. That's why a lot of these um, Saturday Night Live guys are hooking up with celebrities and not our guys. Our guys—they they develop personalities with toys.
13: Toy. Yeah. Pete Davidson does not have Godzilla.
0: No, no. Not. He's got a pinball machine, but that's it. All right. Anyway, guys, in his pants. we'll get. To, yeah, we'll get to you tomorrow. He's got Godzilla in the pants. That's, that's <laughs> right. all right. Let me leave you with a little couple of words, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.